listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. Classic hip hop shit. Dr. D.R.E. Rose and Jay. Let's get them. We started out mopping floors. And now we front row with the awards. Number one for the last 20 years. If you real, motherfucker, scream cheers. Motherfucker, scream cheers. Yeah. And it is what it is. He wanted to shine at the swap meet. To the white boys, got him in that hot seat. Only love it when I hair long You should listen to this beat through my headphones Money long, number one, 20 years strong Fuck a gym, I am him, Andre Young G5s to six foes, Dre got him If the bitch bad, I got her in red bottoms Great weed, nice homes, bread proper Take nine, one chamber, top shotter Billy Coop, new yacht, my helicopter Born broke, real nigga, straight out of Compton The fuck you magazine niggas want from me I rewrote the game, nigga, now talk money All black on my Al Capone shit I built the house, nigga, get your own shit I only love it when her hair long You should listen to this beat through my headphones See y'all niggas Hit the switches on that shit one time huh. Let the top down I came a long way from the weed game 20 stack seats at the heat game And I'm still strapped with the heat, man Came uh, me stepping on a nigga feet, man Hey, best sneakers came from the D game Cause it was a grip, said it was a seat thing Round bag money in a duffel bag Fuck them all with them, then we got a double back The homie whipping chickens in his mama kitchen On the mission, say he did it for his intuition Real nigga streams coming to fruition Stumble but I never fall Leaning on my pistol I only love her when the ass fat We still listen to this track in my Maybach I'm just trying to be a billionaire Come and suck a dick for a millionaire uh, It's just different I know it feels different Yo, why you home alone? Why she out with me? Room 112 Hotel Balcony. How she say, Jay, you can haul the house for me. It's no respect at all. You better check her, dog. She keep begging me to hit it raw so she can have my kids and say it was yours. How foul is she? And you wiped her. Shit, I put, put the rubber on title. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and... Karen. And we're back in the house on we Thursday. Are. Yes, sir. Doing a live podcast um of course the blackout tips is a comedy podcast hosted by myself and my lovely wife uh three times a week and the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny yes sir that's right people if it's funny um so yeah we're gonna talk about a lot of things that uh are funny and also very wrong today of course the person that you heard doing the lyrics to open the show is my main man uh justin aka rhyme over reason on twitter uh say what's up there everybody justin up top everybody up top up top indeed sir um and of course uh let's talk about how you can find the show and all that stuff because uh let's get it out the way uh when justin's here it's good because we don't have to ask him any questions or promote anything <laughs> you just go straight to, to the show well i am selling um lebron size headbands <laughs> for the low cost of 29.99 i don't know if our uh, audience has the age demographic you need <laughs> i think you're looking for 60 and 70 year olds and uh trying to protect their hairline 
Well, you know, I'm starting to notice that struggle headline is coming more yeah. and more with the youth due to the um, increase of dreads at a younger age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, this is the Blackout Tips podcast, and you can find us a bunch of ways. Uh, to find just the podcast, you can probably just go on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio, places like that, wherever podcasts are listened to, and we will be there. Or you can go to theblackouttips.com. While you're there, you can listen to shows live. You can uh, leave comments on shows. You can vote in the polls. You can even leave comments on your votes in the poll uh, if you want to be all meta and shit. Um, you can also do things like uh, donate to the show. Just go to the right-hand corner in the top and uh, give us some money. You can either donate once or you can do recurring donations uh, that you know recur however often you would like. And we appreciate the people that are able to do that. Um, you can also contact the show through uh, email, theblackouttips at gmail.com. You can call the show, 704-557-0186. Talk to us live or uh, leave a voicemail throughout the week. Um, you can also do stuff like um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That is N-D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Um, and uh, let's not forget, when you're on iTunes looking up the show, Take some time and leave us a five-star review. Please do, y'all. If you leave us a five-star review, we promise we will read it on the show. That's we, how desperate we are for five-star reviews, people. We will. And remember, if you're from Canada, Mexico, or anywhere outside the United States, you have to let us know because if not, we don't know what's out there. Yeah. So, And also, you know, make sure you do that because if you... uh have something bad to say about the show. It's the only way I promise you it'll get read. Yep. Other than that, we don't give a shit. Yeah. A lot of people have bad things to say about us. They do. Mean things on message boards and stuff. Yep, yep. And you know what? It's never going to get on the show mm-hmm. unless you put that thing in a five-star review and then be like, fuck you. And I have to be like, okay, fuck me. You know. <laughs> you, if you, you say so. You said. Thanks for the five stars, sir. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so make sure you guys are doing all that stuff. You can also donate your account straight there from there. Uh, just go on there, click around, see what, see what kind of stuff you can get into people. Um, it's fun and, uh, you can be part of the community. We even have forums back so you guys can go there and, uh, post and be friends. You know, you can even join with your Twitter account on the forum. It's very, very easy. One click setup. Um, all right, man. Let's also talk about something else real quick. Um, What's up? I don't know any other way to say this. And uh, I hate to start the show, you know. Well, no, first I got to say this. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. Is bullet ball. And bullet, bullet ball, ball extreme. extreme. Yes, sir. That's right. And uh, all right. So before I even do copy, uh, it'd be weird if we don't acknowledge this right, right away. It's a very sad day. Uh, for a lot of people out there that are going through hard times like I am, um, there's no easy way to say it, so I'll just come out and say it. Um, you know, we lost Tony Scott. He uh, killed himself, jumped off a bridge the other day. He's a great director. I'm assuming all his friends jumped first, and that means that means his parents were right. Uh, we lost Phyllis Diller, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, one of my favorite recurring cast members of Scooby-Doo. Uh, yes ah, the forget. cartoon yes never forget her jokes about how ugly she is <laughs> and more sadly more recently adult film star legend jada fire has made a heartbreaking <clears throat> announcement uh she's retiring from porn y'all she retiring yep she's out the game dog <sighs> 
taking her silver dollar pancake areolas and <laughs> hanging them up in the rafters with her jersey and walking away from the game. Going to download all of her shit right now. Yeah, get it while it's hot, man. I, I mean, it's, you know, they say it comes in threes. And uh, who can never forget her portrayal of the Secretary of State, Condoleezza Wright, in the unforgettable Who's Nailing ah, Palin. Right. Uh, well, she she played that role in Who's Nailing Palin, right right beside Lisa Ann, who of course played the title role of uh, Sarah Palin, who was the one getting nailed. Um, she's leaving it, she's leaving it, leaving the game for good, y'all. Uh, so we're gonna be hard up for a lot of content, and uh, no pun intended. Um, she's won uh, the 2009 Urban X Awards for Best Anal Performer. I remember that year, just. She was on fire, literally. I mean, that's why her name is Jada Fire. She was on fire that year. Be strong. Just uh, be strong. You just you don't see that kind of talent. That's once in a lifetime talent where you see just anal scene after anal scene just nailed out the park. Uh, I remember 1998 when she started her career at uh, the age of 22. Uh, I believe it was uh, in uh, West Coast Productions, either All That Ass series or the booty talk series but uh i remember that scene with justin slayer and i knew that she was gonna be good because she let alexander devoe hit it too and i was like see that is the kind of love and appreciation you need to have for your work that's not a job that is a labor of love jada fire you will be missed one of the few that could cross over man they say people don't like dark skin sisters well she crossed all the way over she was doing white movies y'all you done made it then. All right. Let's get back to the show, man. Uh, Be strong. Hopefully I can, uh, I can make it through the whole together. show. I know, right? Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, check them out at ShadowDogProductions.com or their YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Shadow Dog Production and or Twitter, Twitter.com Shadow Dog Pride, P-R-O-D. Support them so they can keep supporting the podcast. People buy stuff from them. Uh, you know, audio plays that actually have Karen and I in them. Yeah. Uh, I just watched a short film that Dexter just did. I think he told me it's his first time directing since like, I want to say he said 2004. So I was like, really? 2004? But, uh, you know, it, it was good, man. It was, uh, stars Alexa Yeans and, um, it's dark and kind of twisted. And, uh, but it's really good, man. And, uh, you know, it's cool to be affiliated with people that are professional like that, you know, winning awards and stuff with their films. Um, so it's pretty dope, man. Uh, and, uh, they have faith in us and, uh, we appreciate that. So yeah, go support them, man. Shoutoutdollproductions.com. Spend a couple of dollars, buy something, y'all. Make us look good. Yes. Um, you know, like shit on their YouTube page and, uh, follow them on Twitter. These are all things that, uh, you can do to support them, and none of these things should cost you more than a dollar or one click of your mouse. Don't be a lazy fan. Uh, help us out. Yes. All right. Of course, we have another sponsor, Karen. And I, nice. of course, I did not pull up any sexy music uh, for this. But um, oh wait, hold on. I think I got some. Uh, How about round of applause? I got some Frank Ocean. So this is for the ladies and the men. song was the single mm-hmm. but you weren't either 
This sounds like some soul child music. Music soul child, don't it? Mm-hmm. All right. I don't even know if this is sexy enough, man. Hold up. Mm-mm. I mean, let me go to uh, Bad Religion. Oh, uh, my women like Waka. They don't. <laughs> I can't play Waka. Waka. Like, who the fuck? Waka is for, the, for the sexy no. sponsor, dog. That's not sexy. It doesn't seem right, Justin. I'm just saying, they, fellas. That's what they like. And ladies. And fellas who like ladies, and fellas who like fellas, and ladies who like ladies, and ladies who like fellas. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Like some prints. Of course you are. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? I hope you have. Give or even a lame, sex. even a lame ass toy or a conservative adult movie. Whatever <laughs> it is, you won't be able to resist this offer because you can get it for half of what you thought you would pay for it. Think about that. There's not much things in life you can get for half off. They don't sell cars half off. No, they don't. They don't have houses half off unless you don't want to live there like Detroit or some shit. Sorry, Mr. Span. <laughs> You can go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you get 50% off of just about any item. I'm talking chainsaw dildos. Talking lawnmower vibrators. Okay? Talking about eggs the size of basketballs. 50% off. Treat your vagina. Treat it well. I'm talking male masturbators. Fleshlights. Half off, y'all. Shout out to Scarfinger. Scarfinger said that is an expensive purchase. Okay? Now imagine it being half off. You need to use this code. But that's not all. Mm-mm. You also get three adult DVDs. Yeah, get one to your lady, your man, and your bi lady. Not your one, not two, but three. And how much do you think they cost, Justin? Man, $30, $10 each. Free! Three free adult DVDs. They don't cost you a fucking thing. They're not $10 each. No, it's less than 10 It's zero. Plus, you know you niggas love free. And I know y'all love white women in slow motion. Yes. Listen, you're getting three things that are, like, first of all, you get three DVDs. For yeah. Free. And getting, I know your history buffs. You're getting white women. These are period pieces. I'm talking Civil War porn. I'm talking uh, old westerns. I'm talking crime dramas. These Man, white people really do. Acting. Yeah, these white people do not fuck around with their porn. Yeah, they have real no makeup, pun. background scenes. Plus, you get free extra gift that is so central, I can't tell you what it is. Mm-mm. I wish I could, people, but yep. I can't. Shh, you have to find out. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's... I can't even guess. And to top it all off, you even get free shipping. So that means you only pay for the half of the thing that you wanted, and all this other shit is free. <laughs> what were you saying, Justin? I was going to say, you know the most important thing about this deal? Yeah. Is you will be happy That's once right. your product is delivered to the house. Because mm-hmm. whoever you bought it for is going to make you happy by using it. And it's discreetly delivered to the house. Yeah. Adam and Eve doesn't show up at your door with dildo-shaped boxes. Mm-mm. They show up with just regular boxes that say, from a friend or some shit. Like, they don't, nobody knows but, <laughs> but you and the mailman. Yep. Now, the mailman probably knows because he probably delivers a lot. But that's yeah. not your fault. No, that's not. Okay? And he it won't be weird to him because he's delivered these things a lot. All right? So, he's like, oh, another pocket package. Ooh, must, must be, be using the code. Tonight. Yep. So, yeah, 50% off one item at adamandeve.com. We put in the code TBGWT when you go check out. TBGWT when you check out. Three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. Just make sure you do that at adamandeve.com, people. And for all you people that got mistresses or a mister out there mm-hmm. on the side, I mean, think about it. You get your main chick. 
the regular item. You get your side chicks. You can get the up half the, off item. You can get up to three side chicks a DVD of their own. <laughs> Think was, about it. Thank you. You can have a DVD for your house, a DVD at yeah. your side chick house. And a free central gift for yourself. Think about it. I'm telling you, people. And one to put in your um, computer at work just in case you can't wait till you get home. One to put in someone else's computer at work that you don't like and report them to HR. Yes. Think about it. Have IT? Investigate that desk. You know you don't like that bitch at work. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the show, man. Now, if y'all, if you and, if you and Karen need, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. I'll hold the show down while y'all go. Nah, we good. We good. After that intro, I don't know. <laughs> we do that every day, man. We this is, we're professionals now. Um, so uh, first things first. Speaking of professionals, yes, sir. Justin was talking before the show that he was having some issues at work with somebody trying to the hate trying to snitch. Like, explain that situation, dog. What what exactly is that? All right, what happens is I have a a coworker at work that's actually friends with my wife. Um, and so we're all mutual friends. So that coworker and I, we hang out for lunch from time to time. Like we sit and talk, crack jokes, stuff like that. Well, another colleague of ours approached that friend and was like, you know, he's married, right? You all are spending a lot of time together. And I was like, <laughs> who the fuck says that? Like what? Yeah. And I asked her, what did she say? She was like, first she looked at her with the blank stare for a minute. Like, just, like, are you serious? Right. And she was like, then she cussed out in front of everybody in the office. Well, it's, I mean, one, now, do you wear your ring at work? Like, I know people have different beliefs and stuff when they wear their rings and stuff. Like, I don't wear mine at the gym. Like, when I go play basketball, I'll take it off. It costs too much to lose. Well, not just, right. I'm, I'm not worried about it falling on my hand. I, one, I can't shoot with that shit on my hand. Um, and then, two, I, if you, like, hurt your finger and it swells up, I don't want that ring on my finger. True. But, uh, Justin, do you wear yours at work? Or? Uh, it depends. I wear it some days, some days I don't. All right. I'm not used to wearing jewelry a lot at all. Yeah. The only thing I do I wear is my uh, support breast cancer awareness bracelets. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I wear it some days, some days I don't. But so, she knows but, I'm married. But, right. And then, but then, like, and then, like, if you wanted to work before, then some people have seen it. And then, obviously, if that lady at work knew it, then other people know you married. Right. So it's not like you're hiding a marriage. You know what I mean? So it's like, she, the reason I'm bringing this up is she said that to shame that woman into being like, yo, we all know that you a hoe. <laughs> That's why she said, she didn't say it to actually inform her. Right. You know what I mean? It's like if, if, uh, if I'm wearing my wedding ring at work or, you know, I'm telling people like I'm taking a week off, I'm going on my honeymoon and everyone knows. And then you go tell this chick that I go to lunch with. Yeah. Uh, you know, he married. What she's really saying is, yeah. We know you a hoe because he married and you keep going to lunch with him. And that's what I was like. She didn't approach me with it. Like, you know, you're married. You're spending a lot of time with this woman. Whether, whatever her reasons was for doing it, they were yeah. all wrong. Like, it was all wrong. And it's like, mind your business. You probably mad because I don't talk to you at work. Yeah. Uh, like, other than just work-related things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some hate, dog. So, but what I did, though, was mm-hmm. um, later on... Um, the lady that approached me and was trying to engage in just general conversation. And I looked at her and I said, I would like to talk to you, but I don't want to send the wrong message. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and walk away. Right. I like, well, according to, according to you, if I'm talking to a woman outside of uh, my house, I am fucking her. And, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't want to be in trouble. So 
she looked at so she just looked at me and <laughs> like yeah, like I, I was tripping out y'all talk because she yeah. told my friend at work she was like you know let's just keep this between us wow like i was like so she basically tried to call her call her out and you know what else that probably was too she was probably trying to probe her for information like yep. like hoping that she would let something slip if y'all were sleeping together like you know he's married in there oh he gonna leave his wife he told me or so you know just something that she could latch on to and be like mm-hmm, i know they business now i'm gonna go tell everybody i remember um when i was in college i was i was one year ahead of karen so i got there a year before her and uh i i had a friend there that that was a female and we used to hang out every once in a while but you know it was it was just a friend like nothing ever happened and all that shit so, um, and I told Karen about this friend, like, hey, uh-huh. this, this is this chick. So, um, I remember my sophomore year, Karen was there, and uh, this girl came to me on the low. I don't know if I even told Karen about this or not, but she came to me on the low when I was in there by myself in the lobby. And, like, Karen used to come sit in the lobby and we watch movies and shit. And uh, then we, you know, it was a, it was a dorm where you couldn't have uh, visitation, mm-hmm. which means fucking for people that haven't gone to college, where you couldn't have someone come to your room. So like they, she go back to her dorm, I go back to mine. You know, at the end of the day, um, so we be, I was in the lobby like getting ready for Karen to come over, and um, some chick walked up to me and was like, "Yeah, I, I know all about you. Keep in mind, I don't know this bitch." Right? That's number one. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Like, I don't know her name. I don't know anything about her. Um, she's like, yeah, I know about you. And I was like, what? Like, I know all about you. Yeah, you think you slick. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I know you got a, uh, I know you got a girlfriend, but you used to, you used to talk to so-and-so. I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, I was like, you talking about my friend? And I was like, yeah, I was like, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna t- I could tell you, girl, I could mess everything up for you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, tell her then. I was like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, it, it's gonna be real funny when you tell her something she already knows. Like, like that's that's the thing. You're assuming some so much shit, and what she really wanted to know is just to be in my business to confirm <laughs> if I had done anything with this chick the year before. That's all she really gave a fuck about. Well, well like I told, like I told my friend and Turk, I was like, it's that woman's own insecurities yes. that she can't be around a man mm-hmm. and not be fucking him more than likely. And like right. if she friends or having lunch with somebody, she's probably interested and wants to fuck him. It's right. either that or she's upset because I don't socialize with her. Right. I, I think that's more than anything. And what I've realized in the working environment, especially if you're in a working environment with a bunch of women, from my experience, there are cool women, but most women in the in the working environment, especially in the business working environment, are very insecure and they clicky. They like to get in cliques and get in gangs and just talk about each other and gossip and do. And I, I don't associate with any of that, mm-hmm. so I'm always an outcast. So, and I remember I was training um, this girl, and when I train people, I train them like, okay, lunchtime, take lunch whenever. I'm, I know people that ask me, can can we go to lunch together? I'm like, nope, you do lunch on your own. I do lunch on my own. I'm training right. you, and I, I'm not trying to build any friendships here. And the thing I realized about friendships in the working environment, I let them happen. I don't force them. I don't push them on anybody or anything like that. So. Because I don't really associate with, with, with a lot of most people at my job. I'm, I'm, I'm like this. I'm like, let me do my job. Let me do my shit. Let me go home. Right. And so um, one of my coworkers was like, yeah, I'm like, I seen you over there with your buddy. I was like, buddy? What buddy? She's like, the girl you train. I was like, I'm just training her. That's all it is. I'm training her, doing my job, just training. And a lot of times, like you said, they do that because they have insecurities. They feel like. They don't have life outside of working environment. I've realized that a lot of women don't. I'm sure I work, frustrate work is everything. I'm sure I frustrate a lot of those people at work. I work with about forty people. I'm the only male, 
there. Um, so obviously I'm going to eat lunch if I'm eating lunch with one of my coworkers. There's always going to be another woman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and my thing. But they don't even know my age at work. Like that's how much they know about me. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know what? And, and and even at my job. Uh, for a while, people, I wear my wedding ring all the time, but most people didn't even know I was married because, A, I don't flaunt, you know, I'm not the type of person, I'm married, y'all, you know, some people like that, no, I don't tell you nothing, nothing about my business, nothing. One of my coworkers asked me randomly the other day, I was, uh, hey, got some ice cream, because I had an ice cream social in my job. So I got some ice cream for my niece, and I said, well, I was going to get some ice cream for Roger, but I was like, well, they shut down. But when I got relieved, they hadn't, they, um, they hadn't shut down. So I went to go pick up some ice cream for Roderick, and I was like, well, I'm going to get some ice cream for Roderick. And one of my coworkers was like, uh, yeah, where does he work? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't none of your business. A lot, a lot right. of people are just constantly probing for information. So it's just kind of weird to see people, like, so fucking, like, hungry to know your business man it's like that and the less you tell them the more they want to know yeah because you're gonna make up shit anyway so i really just make up stuff yeah I, I just was i really was bothered by the fact that she really approached my friend with the you like know the whole married. you know he married tip like which like, also says something about your morality yeah like like oh yeah yeah he, he i know he definitely gonna try to fuck you or he been fucking you so that's for sure. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> whatever. Like you, so so you so you really spending all this time watching what we doing? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I should have told her she could follow me on Twitter if yeah. she want to follow my moves. <laughs> like, you know, that's how you can keep up with me. Well, all right, that's just fucked up, man. Um, all right, so let's get to some random thoughts, man. Uh, have y'all any of y'all seen the movie Rango? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, what about you, Justin? Yeah, I seen it. Y'all like that movie? Uh, I actually did. I okay, did. Karen, you liked it? Mm-hmm. I don't like that movie. I thought it was fucking boring. I didn't think it was very good. Um, and a lot of people on Twitter, like, uh, I guess, liked it. And a couple, you know, a couple people just didn't like it either. They hit me up because I was like, man, I was it's just thinking about that. My, go mm-hmm. ahead. I said it's not one of my favorite. Like, if you ask me, it was top. Ten, nah, but I enjoyed it. Well, you know, anything from Karen, you can't take too serious. <laughs> I mean, she I likes like everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, if I don't like that shit, that shit is terrible. Yeah, I'm really more talking to Justin right now. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, I didn't like. I, I thought it for some, and maybe it was like the mood I was in. Maybe you know, it could be anything. I might rewatch it, but I thought it was a little bit boring. I thought it was kind of predictable, and uh, I just saw it on like. Like either Netflix or I had the DVD and I just started watching it and not like it was one of those movies where I got halfway through and was like, yeah, you know, fuck this. And uh, I think, you know, I just kind of quit it. Um, I like I didn't like some of the physical gags or like, can he cross the street without getting hit by a car? Let's make this a 20 minute scene. It's like, OK, <laughs> it's too much. Um, so, Justin, what'd you like about it, man? Uh, I like I think it was a bird at the beginning. He was chased being chased by mm-hmm. he kept hiding. And I was like. Like I like first I thought I wasn't sure who really Rango was and how long he was gonna live. Right. Uh, I just found it odd this coward ass dude. Like it was like he like he actually got some backbone at the end. Um, it kind of turns into like a western uh, if you're into westerns and stuff. Like I like you know, kids movies. Yeah. It made me think it was a kids movie, but it really wasn't. But yeah, I guess that's what I was trying to get at. Like because um, people were saying like, well, it had a lot of jokes for adults and. I maybe maybe i'm mistaken i didn't i wasn't picking them up <laughs> and i'm i'm a pretty you know i have a pretty good sense of humor man but uh i i i was just bored by it i didn't find it to be uh overly funny and my theory is that people with kids and like people that you know 
because it's a kids movie we kind of give kids movies like a grade on a curve yeah like oh they had a joke in there that could mean something about sex so it's funnier but but to be quite honest if it was in a pg movie or pg-13 movie we wouldn't be laughing like i put it like it was like watching the smurfs mm-hmm. like like i watched the smurf i was like oh i was entertained you watched that smurfs 3d movie not not the 3d just the oh, okay. regular smurfs <laughs> i about to say that but, like some bullshit but i watched it but then i i didn't leave like i didn't leave after i watched i wasn't upset like this fucking movie wasted my time this stupid ass like i was like eh, okay <laughs> like i was entertained by you saw it in the theater well, the Smurfs I did, because, um, oh, okay. you know, I work with children, so we had okay. taken a group to the um, movies. What about Rango? Same no, thing? No, I saw that on um, HBO. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's just weird to me, man. I like, I think adults, especially people with kids, they give movies this extra credit. Like, it's, it's a kid's movie, but I, I found three things to laugh at, too. So, it, so it's really, really good, and it's like... Not really. And I think, too, because it's a kid's movie, honestly, I think a lot of parents zone out. Like, they literally, like, if they could get a book and a lamp and read some shit while the kid watched the movie, they yeah. could. I think it's because it held their attention a little bit um, that they give it a, a pass because True. they were going to have to go see the movie anyway because exactly. they got a kid. Anyway. It's one of the movies, like, if I had to watch that or Diary of a Mad Black Woman, I'd watch Rango. Yeah, of course. I'll pick I mean, Rango. I'd watch uh, Wallpaper Drive <laughs> or a Tyler Perry movie. I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, it's not a movie I'd be like, Ron, you, like, I'd watch, like, I'd, watch I'd watch my own rape on camera uh, <laughs> before I watch Tyler Perry movie. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, another thing that I was thinking about, too, um, you know, <laughs> Paul Ryan got, uh, I guess, uh, maybe it wasn't Paul Ryan, but Mitt Romney, Paul Ryan, one of those motherfuckers. They were using another song as their um, uh, as their campaign song. It was "Twisted Sister." Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not gonna take it. I think was the name of it. Must be in their rape kits, uh, right? There, ah, I think when they, yeah, it was the legitimate rape kits, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they were they were uh, playing "We're Not Gonna Take It," and <laughs> like, and it's and it's so funny because a lot of these songs, I mean, like, listen to this song. Does this remind you of Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan? Here you go. I can see these guys listening to this. Like, um, hey, man. They First say- of all, I don't see that as like a good campaign for them. Um, but it, it you know, they they did this. Uh, I, I think Paul Ryan was saying that. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Rage Against Machine or somebody it was like his favorite group or some some shit like that. I, I can see them liking this stuff. Um, I like. I really don't. Like, I do not think they legitimately like this music. Well, I'll give you a reason why. That recent movie that came out, I think it had Tom Cruise in it. It was about rock and roll, like 80s rock or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like those are the same people that went and supported that movie. That movie did terrible in the box office, first of all. Right, but, but, but showed, that's his campaign. That's His campaign is going to be terrible. But mm-hmm. those are the same people. That went and saw that movie though. You know, I'm, go ahead. Ken. You know, I think that they probably do like it. This is the same shit they smoked in college while they got high and was mad at their mama because their mama decided to, to cut down their money they was gonna get them from two thousand to a thousand dollars a month. So they played this to protest. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying this, man. Look, 
they don't vet these songs like they're not even asking the artist is it okay if we play the songs they're just no. doing it and and twisted just sister like came, twisted sister came out and said no don't use our fucking song you know and this is like the third group that has told them yeah. stop using our music they need to just leave the music tip alone right and you know like I, and first of all these songs cannot be more antithetical to their like let's get back to the establishment like campaign like their whole campaign is like obama was a dreamer and he was trying hard and he thought he could be different but he was wrong go back to vanilla let's go back to white you know what i mean and not like in, in not so many words it's like tr- you gave you gave black a try now go back to the sensible me- <laughs> fi- the sensible man that your daddy picked out for you you know like so it's kind of funny that this is their like can't, all these revolutionary like songs or what they want to go with, man. It's like, you're not revolutionary, dude. You're not Mm-mm. changing shit. You, you are the establishment. You are the status quo. There's nothing different about you. You Mm-mm. are just back to more of the same. Um, so with these like fight the power type songs, like, yeah, are you going to have public enemy next? Is that going to be the next? Yeah. No, we, no, they never play that shit. We fuck with public enemy over here at, uh, the Mitt Romney campaign. I think it shows who's like Chuck D for. said, fight the power. It shows who you should vote for. I mean, one president gets songs made for him and about him in a positive way. Right. And one president, or wants to be president, has to go around stealing music the same way his forefathers probably stole people. I'm, I'm waiting for, um, I'm, 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 I really think it, if I was a conservative or a country music, if I was a conservative or a country music uh, artist, I would be pissed. Cause like, what's wrong with us? We already make music for people like you. Yes, they do. We make conservative, religious, uh, you know, this, this like good old boy back, you know, like you, like literally you have Ted Nugent and Hank Williams going around the earth acting crazy and spouting out Republican diatribes and shit. Just, you know, just like for free. Free. And, and 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 nobody's calling them to get a we'll, campaign we'll make song. Make a song for you for Hank, free. Hank Williams made Monday Night Football. He can't do it because then he realizes he'll just be like the guy that um, wants women to have you know legitimate rape kit songs. What? Well, but that's the thing. Like it's not like the songs. Like it's a song, right? The song isn't like there's no such thing as legitimate rape. Like it's not. <laughs> like it's not like they're saying that shit in the songs. All they need is just some. You know, those, those, you know, those odes to the country in the old days, you know, the ones that are like hinting at racism and shit, like, you know, back in the day when people knew their place. Like, I think it's because those white people. I think people, I know what that means. It's because white people really are drunk at those conventions and those songs just don't make you want to dance. I mean, and the song's going to get played for 20 seconds, Justin. It's not like they're going to play this shit for fucking seven minutes. They're going to play 20 seconds of this fucking song while you walk to the podium. Mm-hmm. Why are you picking these people that don't fucking like you? Mm-hmm. Just pick 20 seconds of some bullshit country music song and that care. person will be happy. Like, uh, just use the, uh, this is our country song that <laughs> from the Ford uh, commercial. You oh, know, yeah. this is our, our country. country. <laughs> and then they always, uh, from the East Coast yeah. to the West Coast. I memorized that fucking song from sitting in the bar with Roger for eight hours yeah, watching that. Yeah, we used to sing it all the time. I actually made up my own lyrics at some point. Yeah. I mean, I used to be like, from slavery 
<laughs> Segregation. Yes, we were seeing that for hours. Every, t- every fucking commercial break they played. Take that your song. black ass back home. Mm. Why? Cause this, this is, is our country. country. But I, you know, I used to fuck with that song, man. Like, why didn't they just do that? Like, it hints towards everything they want to say, and then it's not from an artist who's gonna be like, "Stop using my fucking music." It, it, it's embarrassing. Yes, and, it like, is. I'm, Listen, I'm not support, I'm not voting Republican, but it is fucking embarrassing to them to keep having these artists pop up like, not not, not my shit. Turn turn my shit off. Yep. Turn my shit off. Cease and desist. Turn my shit off. Like over and over again. Like stop using these people that don't like you. That's, the problem is those are the questions I want to hear at debates. Mm-hmm. Like I want to hear Obama be like, so why you keep stealing music, dog? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like I would like the, the I would like for uh one of the debate uh moderators to be like, Oh, we have this question in uh from uh YouTube. Um Mitt Romney, uh why do you keep using music of people that don't fuck with you? Well uh, go thirty seconds. <laughs> like what the fuck, man? Why would you do that? But Honesty please. Yeah, if I was a conservative musician, I would be fucking pissed, dude. Like I'm out here pandering for no money for your ass. Telling everybody to vote for you, and you know they don't like Mitt Romney. Nobody <laughs> likes him. Like he's the dude he's that is not Obama. Home. I still yeah. don't understand how he got to be the best choice for the Republican Party. Like Yo, there's that, nobody out there. No, there's no one out there. That, that. party is in disarray. <laughs> like honestly, if they be Obama, it can only be racism. Like that's it. Like honestly, we got to that point where it's like, really, Mitt Romney. Like y'all, because you know, as religious as Republicans are, it's like. So y'all just gonna gloss over that Mormon thing? Oh yeah, a lot, cool a lot of that. faces angry. Y'all, about y'all that. cool with that now? It was a it was a cult eight years ago, right? It was a cult four years ago, but y'all cool with it now, huh? You know, and then this whole idea, even like the idea of them picking these, we're not gonna take it, and we're gonna fight the power type songs, and we're rage against the machine. All for tea party. Like, um, so wait a minute. In four years, Obama is the machine. In four years, y'all like really. That he has become the machine. The country is under siege. You have to fight from it. You have to take your jobs back. Like, it's just so weird, dude. It's so weird. But, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm like, y'all got to chill with this shit, man. Get y'all some conservative musicians. Nobody's going to look down on you. They out there. They out there. Yes. Waiting on you. Probably angry y'all bypassing them. Yeah, stop trying to sign like Coolio and motherfuckers you know don't like you. Of course. Like, next they're going to be like, hey, we got Lady Gaga. Uh-huh. We're going to play born this way because we were born free in America to Oh no. I'm like no, you stop. We're going to get a cease and desist from her. I just want a lot of y'all to know that especially those that think when Mitt Romney is campaigning and he's you think he's like, yeah, he's one of my people. You're not one of his people. Yeah. You're not if unless you're, you're a multimillionaire, he's not <laughs> going to look out. He doesn't have your interest at heart. He really doesn't. So uh, I was at work, man, mm-hmm. and um, we just changed offices. So we had to pack up all our shit, move it to the next office and stuff. Like, we had movers, but some stuff, you know, you take home because it's your shit, and you don't want anybody fucking with it, right? That's right. So I took some of my shit home. Like, all right, I'll just, you know, I'll set this up myself. And I forgot to bring my lotion oh, back shit. to work. So I didn't have lotion for, like, two or three days at work, my, you know. <laughs> And every time I, like, use the bathroom or clean my uh, drinking cup, like, my hands get wet. That's the worst. And then they get ashy. They get dry filling and stuff. You know, the water. Do they use sandpaper in the soap at the jobs? Because that shit is the driest fucking soap ever. Yeah, that's why I use the lotion, man. I got that good lotion. Like, I went and spent the $10 for the bottle of lotion. Like, I'm that person that's like, 
I need my hands to feel good, man. Like, nothing, I need that. There's nothing like rubbing on your woman's booty with some soft mm-hmm. hands. That dollar store lotion is just not going to get it done, dog. Yeah, them sandpaper hands is not a turn on. Like, so, um, you know, I, so I was, you know, maybe this is why I, so many people don't wash their hands in the bathroom. Maybe this is why. <laughs> they want to stay moisturized. Uh, like, sure. I, and shitty hands? No, thank you. Right. I smell like piss, well, but well, my hands does are wet. shit in the bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind goes. <laughs> Yo, my hands smell like piss, but at yo, least they're, they're so, moisturized. So if, let me ask you this though, Karen. Say you walk into the women's bathroom and there's a pocketbook on the stall, and there's a piece of tissue maybe right next to the pocketbook. Do you pick it up and return it, or do you just be like, "I'm not touching that shitty pocketbook"? Or do you check to see if there's money on the inside? No, no. Like I would probably get a paper towel, wrap it up, and take it to like the office or something like that hey i found a pocketbook mm-hmm. but when it comes to washing your hands that's a whole wash your nasty ass hands yeah i like i saw somebody the other day they left a cup in the bathroom while they went to take a piss and i was like yo if i leave my cup on the counter in the bathroom that cup's gone to me <laughs> that <laughs> shit is dead, dog. dead. <laughs> that shit it may as well have gotten bitten by a zombie that shit gets left in the zombie attack dude <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. Alright, it was Damn, nice I, knowing you. I love that cup. <laughs> so I was thinking. I know it was a nice cup too. So I was thinking, like, all right, man. You know, maybe. You know, I'm thinking of solutions. I'm like, I, I gotta go home and get my lotion, of course, and I keep forgetting and shit. So I'm like, yo, maybe they should put lotion dispensers in the bathroom. And they should. You know, so you have your soap dispenser, and then when you go dry your hands, you get a little bit of lotion on your way out. And I thought that was a good idea, and I was like, oh. Mm-mm. Never mind. Dudes with jack off in their bathroom. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, somebody's going to go in there and fucking jerk out with it. Of course. And like, like I'm going to be washing my hands and someone's going to use the lotion and walk into the stall. Yo. Yes. Right? It was like, I'm going to be washing my hands and then they just going to not make eye contact. And you're going to hit a lotion dispenser and then them walking into the stall with their iPhone. I'm like, you know what? We can't have that. Can't oh, no. now you might there's not enough women. lotion in the world either. No. You can't have, you can't trust people with nice things, dog. No, now you might could do that in the women's, but not the men's, man. That the cleaning person be pissed. Shit, I just filled this up at eight AM. Why is he empty at twelve? Right. It's like it's like the uh stalls in the in the uh, adult film uh the adult video <laughs> stores and shit. It's like, yeah, just go in there for about fifteen minutes. Mm-mm. So yeah, not gonna do that, man. No, um, people get back from lunch all sweaty. No, thank you. <laughs> Another thing I was thinking about, man. Uh, we got an email from our, our boss saying to make sure our, our desk were gonna be clean because we were having visitors. And uh, and I don't know if you, if you guys have ever had a situation like this where it's like, oh, we have a client coming in, everybody, we should get the desk clean. We should, you know, blah, you know, just make sure that you're following company rules and all this shit, like. And I don't know who would fuck their desk up anyway. You know, like... Ah, turn it over because you know we got visitors. Like, well, not I mean, not just that, but just like... Rod was here. On a random... <laughs> like, on, like on a random day. Spelled out with paper, too. <laughs> like, on a, like on a random day, they just walk by somebody's desk and there's like toilet tissue everywhere and like <laughs> and like stains. Like, nobody does that to their desk, right? I was going to do it at my desk tomorrow. I'm going to write my name on there. Yeah, there's just chips like all over the ground and shit. <laughs> Like what? What? I was just eating some chips. So like, what are we talking about what's the problem? You know. So I just, and we just moved into this office like two days ago. So like, do we really need a warning? Come on. to keep it clean. It can't. It ain't it, even long enough to get dusty. Right. Like that's right. There's not even dust on anything yet. Right. 
um so it's like you know get get it clean want to show off the new office i'm like cool you know but i was thinking like yo who the fuck would not make a million dollar business deal because they saw some stuff on a random employee's desk nah that's like who was the person who was like you know it's like okay now this is where we do the accounts payable process right through here as you can see it's all automated and uh we're very good with that um let's go in here and check this room right here this is the server room uh you know our systems here are some of the best uh in the industry and uh, we get things processed very fastly hey hey hold up hold the fuck up uh yeah excuse me i uh can you have a question is something i can help yeah, um, look, man, this is all well and good. This million dollar venture we're about to go into a partnership with that we have been planning for years, merging all of our business and assets together. But, um, I thought I saw an orange pill back there on somebody's desk. I'm out. Like, nobody's gonna fucking do that, man. Like, you know what? We almost got the IBM contract, but then they saw a paper towel and it wasn't in the trash can just laying on the floor i didn't buy a pair of shoes <laughs> once because it was paper in the shoe when right. they brought the box out to me right but see like i can see that i can actually see that though justin well you know it was even paper. though that's kind of ridiculous i could see somebody doing something ridiculous like that well it was the paper that they put inside the shoe to keep it from wrinkling yeah while you're waiting yeah. to buy it but i was like fuck this i you want my shoes paper free like i could actually if you ah. told me that i would be like that's ridiculous but because it's a 50 dollar purchase i'd be like okay but like, can you imagine coming back to your business like, so man, are we ready to go? Yeah, I'm about that, man. Uh, I know it took months and months of hard work for us to plan this trip and to look at all these charts and think about combining our assets. I mean, there's all kinds of stocks and, and things that we had to go over with. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I went there and I saw an employee that had two napkins just sitting out on his desk i don't know why he would have that but um if that's the kind of business they do there that's the kind of business i'm not going to uh partner with them so. <laughs> imagine what the home looks like <laughs> looks like we're just gonna have to go out of business okay <laughs> looks no. like, it looks like i know we needed an influx of capital it looks like we're all gonna just have to go to the unemployment office because god damn it i will not be working with someone that has an apple core that is still in their trash can and it's not covered up. Fuck that. Ah, yeah, this is upper management wanting everybody to clean, honestly. I, yeah. I, I don't think that people give a shit. Half the time, the people just float through and don't even know y'all are there. It's yeah. management desk that's always fucking cluttered with shit. With the most paperwork and stuff, yeah. Like, they just walk in and be like, is that a stain on that guy's shirt? Excuse me, janitor, uh, can you come in for a second? Is that a stain on your shirt? Yeah, if this is the kind of person you have cleaning your bathrooms... You won't be working with Apple. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> you just you just lost out on the DeVay account. Fucking dirty janitor. You fucking cost us millions. And uh, what so are you doing? Cleaning shit around right. here? <laughs> so uh today, like they actually did the tour, right? And um it was really funny, man, because like there's two parts to the tour and like they show them different stuff on our floor and then like second part of the tour they have to show them like some computer stuff, you know, that like that we use in our systems and our system is like proprietary to our company. So, you know, it's like something that only works for our company. So it's a really high, it's a highlight of the tour to be like, yo, check this out. You know, um, 
this is how our system works and this is how we're going to help your company out right mm-hmm. so right as the tour started you know it's a new building things are you know being fixed things are breaking all the time mm-hmm. the system went down nice Aww. nice and um like i felt so bad for my boss because he's giving his tour and like um they get to the dude's desk and i'm really like what could you possibly be showing them and it was fucked up because it went down but every other system was up but the one they needed yeah so it's like the internet's up like everything's up right and i'm just sitting at my desk like i just want to make a good impression i'm not gonna be surfing the internet getting up from my desk talking i'm not gonna get on the phone i'm just gonna sit here and maybe look at some spreadsheets go through my mail like you know do stuff that looks like work um, even though I really need the system to come back up so I can finish my job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they still sat over at this guy's desk for about 15 minutes. Now, I don't know if they were waiting for the system to come up or if he was just describing to him. But in yeah. my mind, I kept thinking, like, what if he was stalling? Well, did he get his, did he have, did he have to pack his box of shit and leave it in the desk? No, no, nah, it wasn't his fault. Oh, okay. Just- so, you know, I mean, the system went down. The system goes down. What can you do? It's a new building. But, but I'm it sure was just- it makes you look like the incompetent one. Like, <laughs> like, did you did you open up the wrong program? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, well, like no, what's wrong with this system? Let me my computer. So uh, it was funny, though, because, like, as he's going through the system, right, I just started imagining what he would be saying or what I would be saying to stall for time. Because it was, like, maybe 15 to 10 minutes till lunch. So it's like, if you can stall until 12, you can just go to lunch, right? So I was like, I'll probably be over there. Like, I would unplug my computer and shit and be like, okay, so we're going to take you on a tour of the system real quick. Um, of course, you know, uh, this system here is a proprietary. It's very, it's one of a kind. And, uh, you know, uh, first things you got to do I is, uh, system sound when it goes this, down. this here is a plug. And what we're going to do is going to plug. plug this right into the wall. So we're going to plug this into the wall. And uh, what you're watching here is a computer. Uh, ah! some people call them PC, personal computer. Uh, but you know, I, I just like the computer. I'm a CPU guy. I like to take CPU, computing unit. Uh, so yeah, what we're gonna do here, this button is the on button. Uh, now when you hit the on button, it causes something called power. They're gonna turn the power on to the system. Uh, now you gotta be very careful when you're pressing this button. Like, like I would be That's, doing. My conversation would be the complete opposite. Mine would be more along the lines. So any of you guys members of the, um, Mile High Club? Just recently joined. <laughs> yeah, you want to get fired. Like, I, I would be trying to stall so hard, dude. Like, um, yeah, and uh, as you can see here, we have a log in screen. So you cut it on, and uh, you have to put your put your name in, and uh, you put your password. Everyone turn around, no looking. All right. Uh, and now, what I'm going to use to put the password in is a keyboard uh keyboard it has all kinds of letters numbers on it pick it up pass it around uh like i would be stalling so bad to 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 lunch to finally be like oh and uh you know we'll get to the system after lunch because it can't you know it'll be up in 30 minutes to an hour or something but i don't know man like i don't know what they talked about for fucking 20 minutes dude do you blame it on someone else do you be like fuck it randy was here Working on my computer earlier. <laughs> right. I told him to stay off of certain websites because he loves to do that. Now my fucking system won't work. Right. This motherfucker here. Or, or either baby like at my job when they 
uh, bring visitors over. They like float them around for some reason. They go from like cube to cube to cube, mm-hmm. and it's very distracting because you're trying to work. So you just have these random people staring at you while you work, blinking their eyes. You be like, um, am I a zoo animal on display while y'all float yeah, around? Yeah, I, I do have two questions for you though, right? Because these are these are the most two important things that I think of. Not only with new jobs, but if my job was to be like, yeah, we're moving to a new office. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, um, what's the travel time like from home? Oh, it's, it's even shorter than before. It's, I, I know it's like it about close. five minutes. Oh, okay. And are there any food restaurants around? Yeah. Especially considering you don't have, you did, you had a cafeteria where you were. Well, yeah, we have a cafeteria downstairs, but the best thing is I can come home for lunch every day. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's the best restaurant is the crib. You know, I will say five minutes away, it's like, hmm, I can hold out till about 12 for this shit and go. <laughs> So um, how quick can I get home? All right, so oh, I had a couple. I had a couple topics that you know I want to talk about that were uh, pretty. I don't know. We might end up talking about them for a while. So I was like, you know, I saved them for the show. Okay, and stuff. Um, the first one is, um, and I, I don't know how Karen feels about this or whatever, but apparently, um, like I, I found out Monday morning. I think I woke up and apparently Augusta. The uh, golf club, mm-hmm. Augusta National. Mm-hmm. They finally broke the last uh, one of the latest barriers, and then they allowed two women in. Nice uh, to be members. Mm-hmm. So uh, they they gave them two. two they offered two women membership. Uh, one was to uh, former se- uh, Secretary of State uh, Condoleezza Rice, and the other one was to Darla Moore. Um and uh she's from South Carolina, I forget what she does. Um I think she's a financier. Um so they they're gonna, you know, open the doors to them. Um I think the thing that started this was that IBM, their CEOs have always had invitations and memberships at Augusta. Mm-hmm. Um and the latest CEO is a woman. So there was a big thing because they're uh, you know, part of the group that like sponsors the tournament, they're like a big, um, you know, they're, they're like they give money to Augusta. So when they said basically like, no, we're not allowing this woman in as a CEO, it they were like, well, maybe we need to rethink our, you know, our arrangement with you. We may need to back down and, or back out. And um, so Augusta National was like, uh, okay, okay, we're gonna let. These two women in, and then I'm thinking, you know, in a few months, we'll probably hear that they let uh, the lady from IBM in, too. I would not be surprised because IBM hasn't backed out yet, and I'm assuming that something's in the works. They were, like, the first two to look like their choice. They should back out anyway. IBM? Yep. Yeah, that would be cool if she got the membership and then they backed out. My question is... Hold on, hold on. Let me me finish, though. Uh, Setting it up real quick. But keep keep that question in mind. So, um... You know, I wake up Monday and I'm listening to the radio, right? And, you know, our local sports radio, I always listen to them, like, for the first 20 to 30 minutes when I wake up. And um, they're, like, and this, for, for the first time in a long time, I listen to them at work. Like, I actually listen for, like, an hour longer than normal because they were having this conversation about Augusta National and, you know, two middle-aged to older white men. And um, basically their take on it was they hated to see Augusta National cave on this um because they felt like 
it, it's not genuine it's from the pressure and it's a private club and it's exclusive and if they want to be exclusive they can and you know no one should be able to change that right mm-hmm. and so of course the you know the people were calling in with different opinions a couple of black people called in and were like hey you know um it this sounds very similar to the argument people can make about race with the club and they did this they did this thing that i I fucking hate when people do this but instead of addressing the merit of the argument they just were kind of like oh it's completely different and it's disgusting when it's race so we're not even gonna compare those two like i hate that shit like i hate when people throw you throw out a perfectly good reasonable analogy and instead of you breaking it down to why it's different this time you just say it's it's just that's disgusting and that's terrible. We all agree on that. You can't so let's not talk about it. You, they can't explain why it's different. Yeah. So what was your question, Justin? Well, I was going to ask. Uh, well, I guess it's two part question. You do have to pay for these memberships, though, right? They're not free. Right. It's not free. Nope. So how rich are these motherfuckers that they turning down money from wealthy <laughs> right. individual women? <laughs> right. Very. Yeah. It, like it, the exclusivity is a big part of it, and a lot of it is dealing with class, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the argument these guys were making was like, well, what about just a regular white guy that's not rich? He can't well, get in the club. Well, what? And quite often in America, a lot of shit comes down to this. Well, I'm a regular white guy and I can't do something. So and it's like, shut the fuck up, dog. Like, it's really not about you all the time. Well, the other thing I was going to say, and who wants to join a club that women can't join? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a member of any organization that doesn't allow women involved because I love bitches. Oh, okay? man, come on. I'm uh, just saying, can, I, I love y'all, okay? I love yeah, y'all. Yeah, you love those bitches. I love, I love now, bitches. they can, um, like, they can, um, also, like, women can play. Like, you're allowed to come, you can come play the course, you just can't be yeah, a member. As a, right, but, like, I want a nice woman like Serena Williams to be able to join and for her to bring her female, attractive-looking friends that's thick like her. Right. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I understand. Like, you're missing out on so much ass, especially as a single man, the single millionaires club that can join. You miss out on so much ass. It's weird to me that these guys take stake in this. Like, I just hate to see them do this. I just hate to see them back down. I just, why? I mean, if it's not, because they were trying, like, their argument was so fucked up because it was like, it's not like racism because it's not as big a deal. Like, people aren't lynching women. People aren't hanging women. I'm like, uh, women are pretty fucking persecuted in America, but whatever. Yes, they are. But whatever. Let's, let's, let's say you don't agree with that and you feel that way. Well, if it's not a big deal, then what's the fucking problem with letting them in? Like, you can't have it both ways. If it's not a big barrier to break, then why not fucking break it? Like, it's, it's really not that, that hard to understand to me. Like, you really do care a lot for some shit that you say doesn't matter. And you care a lot about some shit that you'll never be a part I, of. I know what the issue is. I figured out what the issue is. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to walk around naked in the dressing room, in the locker room, just like they do at the YMCA. <laughs> that's what that's what it is. Oh, white men do like being naked in the locker room. That's, now, I don't know. We broke. We, we cracked the yeah, code. I don't know what that shit is about. <laughs> but they do like being pretty fucking comfortable. I know I was in the locker room because I worked there. And uh I went to go watch Sports Center in the in the bath in the uh locker room. Yeah, they got nice TVs in there. Yeah, it was like flat screen. Someone had told me about it, like, yeah, man, you can go watch Sports Center and shit. I was like, okay, cool. Man, I started watching like Sports Center PTI or something. I'm just sitting on the chair and some random dude comes, he's wearing a towel, and he's he's getting ready to weigh himself. Why did this motherfucker take his towel off, sit it on the chair, 
get on the scale, weigh himself, get off, put the towel back on. I'm like, nigga, them three ounces are not fucking you up. And mind you, all this shit is right at the entrance. Yeah, I'm like, you really need to get into the ounce or do you just need everybody to see you naked? Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm I'm done. I'm not seeing that shit. We cracked the code. CNN, yeah. CNN, you don't need to report about this anymore. But yeah, I just thought that argument was flawed. Like... I, I, like, there's really no good reason to be against this, to be quite honest with you. It's just another one of those, like, it's tradition, it's this, it's that. But I don't think America is actually about tradition. No, it's not. I think it's about progress. I, at least the America that I believe in, it's not about just doing shit just because that's the way it's been done. It's about challenging the ideals and challenging the morality of what is being done constantly. Like, Yeah, and, and, the, and the thing is, is that when you try to make valid arguments about things like this when you start talking about race and racism and sex and sexism a lot of people want to separate that but to an extent you can kind of lump it up together because at the end of the day it's all discrimination and that's Mm -hmm. something that people don't want to talk about they don't want to get in and they don't want to discuss because at the end of the day this is an exclusive club there are a lot of black rich people that can afford to get into this club right but it wasn't until a few not a few years ago but you know but yeah technically a few years ago that they even started meeting blacks right and my thing is that it's um when you talk to people a lot of older white men are only are the ones that's basically in uproar Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk to any other class, group, or race, most people are like, yeah, it don't matter. Most people are like, What's t- what took them so fucking long? Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing is that, and it's almost insulting to women because it's not like you let the normal women that could afford in, you let the superpower women in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like these women had to be the top of the top or the best of the best to even get an invitation, but yet you wouldn't let the IBM woman in. But y'all have an agreement with IBM, and if I was IBM, I would fucking pull out. Just for the simple fact that... It's like, well, we've had this arrangement with you for years, but because it's a woman, all of a sudden we have an issue with it. This is the problem I have with IBM, too. Like, why even have a partnership with an organization that you clearly know discriminates well, against Well, it's, it's twofold, right? Because on the one hand, I, I, I think it is symbolic to see it change. Like, I think it does matter. And I don't want to get on the, the, the thing of like, well, that's the way they want it, so fuck them, let's leave. I kind of do like the idea that someone put pressure on them and said, y'all motherfuckers got to change with the times. Now, we can take our money and go, or y'all can make this fucking change. And that they and that they finally broke. I like that. No, I'm glad they broke. But at the same time, it's like, for me, I guess it's, we ain't fucking with you. Like, you yeah. just I not, mean, it's un- not, your ideals aren't my ideals. I'm not fucking with you. Well, it's unfortunate that it took IBM to have a woman ceo for ibm to even put this pressure on them right but that's the way life is right like, most people don't care about shit until it affects them anyway right uh no like the reason that gay marriage keeps getting voted down in these states is because most people ain't in gay marriages so they don't give a fuck like it's not that so many people are against it is that the majority of people who don't care or would actually support it ain't going to the poll because it, it's not them Right. So IBM finally got in a situation where it is them and it is embarrassing and it is an edge that they lose when they're competing for clients. Like if I can take you to fucking Augusta and play around the golf with you, you know, as as a member and all the perks that that entails and she can't because she's a woman, not because a company isn't as competitive or whatever. It, it does say something, you and, know, and they probably make a majority of their business deals on the golf course. Right. So yeah. it's it's kind of, you know, it's. I think it does matter, and I'm glad that it is broken. And I, I, I would 
think it would be cool if IBM then backed out. Like if they got her in and they were like, yeah, so we done. But, um, you know, this, they, this whole, the, the history of Augusta and, and how it's like a paragon of virtue for these white dudes is ridiculous to me because their history is all about refusal. Yes, you know, they didn't, yes. they didn't admit black members until 1990. They, they had a form, they had a policy requiring all caddies to be black, which is some real fucking all racist shit. Were black. All your caddies had to be black. They didn't let women join until 2012, August, a couple of days ago. Like their whole point is just to be like and, how someone cannot see the similarities between the fact that these motherfuckers are defending. They just happen to be racist and they just happen to be sexist. But those two things are completely different. And there's a good reason for sexism, but not for racism. No. And, and, and the thing is, like I said before, combined it. And, and the thing about it, like you talking about the dudes on radio, it's sad because people still have that same frame of mind. But yet you somebody will sit and tell you that racism don't exist when technically you're defending it in this argument. Not only sex, not only racism, but sexism, too. Right. But when you tell people not only are you racist, you're sexist, too. No, no, they're different. No, they're not. Yeah, and also this is one of the bigger, like to you know, to extrapolate on it. This is one of the bigger problems with America. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers that issue. the other motherfuckers that really don't benefit from things like this identify with people that do these things. Yep. So it's you know it's that thing where like, well, I'm not rich enough to be in, and I can't be in, but I I get it, I get it, and and it really makes me like think about people because it's like. If you did give any power to these people, these radio jock dudes I'm talking about, or, but but by extension, every dude that agrees with them, if you did give these people power, this is what they do with it. That's what they're saying is, I don't have the power, but if I had the type of money to be exclusive, I would start something where black people and women weren't allowed to come in. I would do that. Like, it, 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 since racism is such a bad like social stigma to it, um, that's why you see them like running from racism. Like it's not even close to the same. Let's not even discuss that. That's disgusting. But then when you say, well, let's talk about sexism. It's like, well, in sports, me and sexist ain't that bad. Right. I mean, you got the fucking dudes that are like three, four time rapists on the field and people are rooting for them, men and women on Sundays. Like, being sexist, not a big deal. Yeah. And, and, and too, you also have to think going back to what you're saying, you also have to think, a lot of those dudes in radio are there because it's a sports is male bonding for a lot of people. Yeah. So it's like boys, boys, boys. You know, we'll deal with the girls if the girls act like boys per se. You know mm. what I'm saying? But they like we can kick these girls out. Yeah. And there's a situation where we can get them out. And you know, a lot of that also has to do with the fact that a lot of these dudes try to come out hard, but they're, they're some badass relationships. They're not happy in their home lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they're 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 married to women that they can't wait to get the fuck away from, and it just extends into sports and the rest of their life. Where it's like finally a club where I can go out Sunday and I don't have to build with that bitch, my wife and mother of my children. It's like, uh, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Why why'd you uh why'd you get yourself into this situation <laughs> that uh with a person you think is a bitch and that you hate and can't wait to get the fuck away from all the time? Yeah, so. a lot and a lot of times that goes back to what we were talking about, uh we talked about this before where dudes won't get with the girl that they really like or really love, that freak, they'll get with who they're quote unquote supposed to get mm. with. And they don't love a lot of them don't you know, love them with You know what else I was thinking about? Because people were calling in like, Hey, I have a daughter. And, you know, as a man, this is significant to me because I I would like to be able to look at my daughter and be like, yes, you can go play golf there. You can be a member there. There's nothing you can't do. 
and this is matters to her this is some it's symbolic she might think about playing golf now she might be interested in it she doesn't you know it's opening its doors to people and every time america or something american opens doors there's people that want to immediately slam those doors back shut yes so you know the fact that this is happening they were just like completely like i can't even see why that would matter to somebody it's like because it's not you you can't see but at the same time a fucking week ago you were rooting for everybody that was wearing the stars and stripes everybody so you can't understand what it's like to identify with somebody else's achievement even though it's not your own you can't get that like you fucking just got it seven days ago it shows the progress of America, but at the same time, it shows the lack of progress at the same right. time. Um, just like when people in baseball would root for Jackie Robinson, but at the same time, he couldn't go get a slice of pie right. in certain right. restaurants. But the same motherfucker would bet money on his team and want him to win him some money. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's, It shows, the, like I say, the progress and the lack thereof at the same time. The only thing giving me hope for America is cuckold porn, man. It's the only thing. That can that can do it, man. Letting these brothers have sex with these white women in these hotel rooms, man. It's it's the only thing bringing us together, people. So, um, but yeah, I'm like, how the no, fuck can you, you say like these same people would be like? I understand how you know the having the first black president of America could you know definitely make a, a difference in a young black man's life and blah. It's like so wait, you can get that, but you can't get how allowing women into this fucking racist sexist club. Could matter. You just can't possibly see that. Like they can get they, it. They you just, can't they, be that fucking. Yeah, they go home and like, honey, I didn't mean that. You know, I, <laughs> right, honey. You know, I just, you know, I just do that for ratings. You yeah. know, I do yeah, that I think ratings. they do understand. They just don't give a damn, honestly. And a lot of times, a lot of people are really into that good old boy network, or they want to be a part of the good old boy network. And the sad part about it, the same people that's just. Uh, Fussing and complaining will never be a part. Will never get an in- invitation. Aren't even on the pay scale of the people that are part of these clubs. All right. The other thing I thought we might talk about for a second. I don't. I don't know how long, but um, apparently LeBron James revealed that he's got some shoes coming out, and the mm-hmm. the price point got got revealed. Mm-hmm. How much do you think they are, Karen? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I heard it was three something, wasn't it? Okay. Um. So you already know the answer. Justin, you already know the answer too. No, never heard the story. But I was gonna. How much, assume, how much you think they are? I was gonna assume between one fifty to two hundred. The correct answer is the normal price for Jordans. Correct answer is they can they they can cost up to as much as three hundred and fifteen dollars. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um. So immediately this sends Twitter into you know disasterbation. Um. Greg wow. Greg Doyle wrote a column. Um. LeBron's prices shoes proof that the king still doesn't get it. And, um, you know, uh, right. Cause he controls it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, some, he did take the price, right? Some kids may have to settle for LeBron's older shoe due to the cost of the latest LeBron tens. Uh, LeBron doesn't, uh, doesn't need the freakish genetic code that came to him like a lucky lottery ticket. Not today. At this moment, he needs something you earn, not something you acquire at birth. LeBron James needs the benefit of doubt. Problem is, he hasn't earned it, not from me and not from lots of you. And that's why many of us are sickened by the latest news out of this camp, the $315 shoes. I'm okay with that. First of all... Me too. Uh, this sounds like some meat peeping from Greg Doyle. Yeah. And <laughs> that, that's number one. Yep. Two, that sounds like some hate. Yeah, I'm up. A- Listen. Summertime. 
Oh, you mad he getting that guap? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you a little upset? Here it is. <laughs> a little perturbed, Greg Doyle? <laughs> Got your panties in a bunch. <laughs> a little ad- agitated there, buddy? Break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little... Seem to be disturbed. Bit out of control, it's cool to dance, but what about a groove that suits Seriously, man. Like, who cares? Either you're going to buy them or you're fucking not. First of all, if you have to ask, they're not meant for you. Right, right. It's not for you. All shoes aren't meant for kids. Like, fuck them kids. They don't work. Hello? <laughs> some adult get, is paying for fuck it. they doing getting shoes over $20. Go get you some Converse and call it a day. Yeah. All right, so he says, um, basically... That the shoes, uh, will, will, the highest end will retail for $290, maybe 310 Nike has issued a statement that says they will launch at a suggested re- retail price of $180, but that's a misdirection that will fool only those who want to be fooled. A $180 version is coming out, sure, but so is the $290 or $315 version. And the way they're talking, you'd have thought every pair was going to be three something. So they're right. coming out with different versions. What the fuck is they complaining about? Yeah, I mean, Greg Doyle is also, you know, sizing it up and sensationalizing it with the, uh, well, the $315. Let's only talk about that version. Like everyone who buys LeBron's are going to go ahead and get it. And right? you know what? I, 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 I'm not LeBron James. I can't speak on LeBron James' half. But nigga, fuck you. I don't want a ring. I don't want an MVP. I don't got a gold medal. Fuck you. The other thing is, I don't see them complaining about prices of Six Flags or Carowinds, which is for the yeah. kids also. Like, lower them shits down if you really want to do something for the kids. Hello. Yeah, because kids actually go there. Um, the price hasn't been set yet because Nike's figuring out how much it can charge and get away with. That's how business works. It, uh, that's what this shoe is. It's business. Am I anti-casualism? Not at all. But today, I am anti-LeBron. So these You've been the, anti-LeBron. These the same motherfuckers that root for the owner when a player holds out for more money. Of course. Like, like, and here's the thing. He keeps saying, like, LeBron doesn't get it, but he, he does get it. He just yeah. said it's the like, and that's, that's the, with Nike. Like, that's one of the things I have a problem with this is, is all like, it, this shit always comes down to race with, with the athletes where it's like the black person can't do some shit. Like, nobody's mad at Peyton Manning for holding a quarterback camp that's, like, $5,000 a head. No one ever says Hello. shit about that. Like, no one's going to get mad at uh, how the cost of a NASCAR jacket or Dale Jr.'s apparel while he hasn't won anything. Sorry, Maverick, but that's shit true. But, like, <laughs> like nobody's going to get mad about that shit. But the second that LeBron decides, I'm going to change the, the market and, and fucking get some expensive-ass shoes that will be bought by shoe connoisseurs, not just your average fucking... Kid, that's right. Uh, you're gonna sit around and start shitting on the dude, man. It's and it's like everything that uh, athlete like of his stature does because he's a black kid has to be for some poor shit. Now he gave all this money to the fucking boys and girls club, but he calls uh he says oh he used those kids as pawns. Greg Doyle says those kids were pawns. Like um they didn't actually get the money. Is that what you mean? Because they did. They didn't actually build more shit there. Oh no no they did. They did. Well, if that's the kind of pawn that you're using people as, sign me the fuck up. I'd like to be used as a pawn, LeBron, please. Can you use me like as the poor hungry black kid that you give a million dollars? Because I'm good with that. Hey, yeah, we can do a lot with that. <laughs> yep. Right. So I have um, to sign my extra large headbands I'm trying to sell for twenty nine ninety nine, my nigga. Right. And he's bringing up like, well, a young LeBron James couldn't have afforded these shoes. Like, 
Okay, well, he could get some Starberries or some $50 shoes from somebody else. LeBron James is not responsible to sell Le- Back to the Future LeBron James a pair of shoes. Actually, he needs to increase the, he needs to talk to Nike about seeing if they will increase the price to maybe four or 500. Cause right. then, you know what he can say? Children, if you want to be able to get these shoes, read a fucking book, do your homework. Go to school, get your education. Well, also, it's, that's how you can afford these motherfuckers. Not just right. I agree with that, and not just that, dude. But like this, this is kind of classism too. Um, did y'all hear that? Was that just me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Uh, Stepped on your cord. Oh, your mic cord. Oh, we lost just Wait a minute. Look at the top, baby. The mic not. The, 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 the mic. It's right here. Yeah, plug it's not plugged in. Mic. It to the bottom like that. Yeah. Sorry about that, people at home. All right, we back. But, um, like, the other thing that pisses me off, man, like, listen how classic this argument is, right? That's why this story, he says, shoes a young LeBron James himself couldn't have afforded. That's why this story turns my stomach. If James were somebody else, if he were, say, Kobe Bryant, son of a professional basketball player, I have to find another reason to hate these shoes. Huh? So, the kids buying the shoes wouldn't actually be the same kids if they were Kobe's instead of LeBron's? I don't get that. Um, he doesn't get it. How did he get this job? <laughs> right. This is the dumbest shit ever. Um, maybe if Kobe were being Kobe, bli- blithely making $300 shoe, marketing $300 shoes for children who live in the affluent na- childhood he once lived, I'd let it slide. That's a hypothetical. So I'm done wasting my time on it. But you brought it up. How you going to bring up your own hypothetical, realize you can't actually complete the logic in there and then run away from it? True. You know, like, it's so ridiculous. Like, you just want to hate that man, dude. Where is his editor? Who the fuck? Yeah, this editor probably hate LeBron, too, Is this a blog? Right. (laughs) Right. Like, come on. It's like they can just kind of, they can, maybe they can just hear that. (laughs) Gold medal. I got those. (laughs) Finals MVP, MVP. I got those. <laughs> I got two of them, don't it? <laughs> Championship ring. I got I got those. Not one. <laughs> Not two. $315 shoes. I got those too. Now. And y'all gonna buy them. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just so ridiculous to me, man. Like, and I, I hate this fucking fake sympathy for underprivileged kids it's fucking fake you're the one holding up these poor kids as a shield that's the dude so last that you time can, he donated to a, cha- a charity for right he, like he's holding up the kids as a shield so he can d- demean lebron james lebron james actually did something for these kids other than just using them as a scapegoat to try to like f- f- like just channel your hatred through lebron should be like you got your five minutes of fame you happy all right yeah <laughs> goodbye <laughs> Just it's it's ridiculous, dude. Like, if you have a problem with Nikes, you have a problem with Nikes. Yeah, actually, doesn't Nike fucking set, matter. Like, Nike it's not like Nikes price, right? It's not like Nikes literally costs fucking uh uh, uh two hundred dollars per pair. Like, no, Nikes, uh, Nike is making these shits cheap over in some like Asian country and of then course. selling them here for more. Man, you know how um Sean Payton. How they were showing on real sports, how it was like he doesn't fuck with certain um, news reporters or news people that they yeah. start fuck with him. LeBron should just be like, listen, he should talk to his NBA friends and be like, listen, let's stop fucking with 
people like this guy. Like, for now, we don't answer that, those people's questions. Like, mm-hmm. and not just him, but people like that maybe is affiliated with that newspaper. For now, we won't answer their questions. Right. You can't come into the locker room. Yeah, it's just, I, I find this shit so hypocritical because guess who else is making a living off of LeBron James? Greg Doyle. <laughs> Greg Doyle, when he turns in fucking 1,500 words about LeBron James, also needs to write LeBron James a check. You're probably more than $315 worth. The editor should have been like, I'm going to need for you to change up your thesis statement yeah. <laughs> and find a new uh, topic. So it's it's ridiculous, man. And this dude don't give a fuck about no kids. No. Only to the extent that he can use these kids to get at LeBron James. He ain't about to go do shit for no fucking boys and girls club. And he'll never match anything LeBron James has done to help anybody. Yep. It's just him bitching, man. It's like how you make a career off of being a bitch. I bet you his sock game is whack. Yeah, man. I'm not feeling this dude. I'm not feeling this write-up. And I'm not feeling the people on Twitter and shit that keep pulling out that same-ass tired narrative. Well, you know people going to miss child support payments to get some no, shoes. The, and they're going to get kicked out their see, house. That, they that, won't even pay their rent to get some Jordans. And then 27 people going to die. And it's going to be rise. And I'm like, okay, can I get some stats on that? Can we get some stories in the newspaper who got shot? Yeah, don't. Well, I heard one time that uh, this time somebody had cousin said right. So y'all not boycotting the Xbox on Christmas, right? Like I actually, I actually know of stories where people got shot over video games and Xboxes. Never once have I seen anyone do these fake ass rants about how yeah you know this is why you can't do this type of thing because you know the problem is these people want to shoot each other you know what it is you see a line of black people and the first thing you assume is they ain't got no money and they shouldn't be there spending money on anything that is not what you deem necessary and you assume that they're all poor because your ass is fucking racist meanwhile i've known people my entire life to have jordan's I don't know who these broke motherfuckers are that got Jordans. Everybody I know that got Jordans had some disposable income to put on some fucking Jordans. Yes. Nobody's ever came to me and said, hey, man, uh, got kicked out the apartment, man. Can I get a place to stay? And I looked down and said, nigga, is them Jordans? Ever. And you know what? I've I've never seen a long line waiting outside of the Augusta National Championship. (laughs) Them white folks standing out there. Waiting for some golf tickets, y'all. Like, y'all know what? They, it's gonna be ride. They're gonna they're gonna be not beating each other with golf clubs. I actually have heard of a, a, quite a few white Stupid. people running up their credit cards and not paying those bills right. for frivolous shit like um, tickets to you know Wachovia National Championship. Yeah, man. I, I don't know, dude. It's it's ridiculous to me. Dudes are really reaching to hate this guy, and also a lot by extension, a lot of these people are reaching this shit on black people, dog. It's a good opportunity. And I'm not talking about white people shitting on black people. There's a lot of white people out there that would just kind of like, they don't give a but, fuck about but, this but shit. When it comes to this I'm stuff, talking about black, black people, people. Yeah. shitting on black people. And, and the thing, I'm especially with Twitter and stuff, it's, it's more of the black on black than anything. Yeah. I, and I'm assuming the problem that I have with this is I feel like this. You ain't going to buy them. Okay. Don't fucking buy them. Yeah. I don't need for you to fill my timeline up with frivolous tweets talking about everybody and their mama about hypothetical shit that never happened you don't know these people you never met these people it's and it's, it's classism. classism yes it is it's a lot of classism because a lot of people you know have to and the also the thing that makes me upset is that like black people are the only people buying these shoes you know what though? i mean there's like uh you know like sneak first of all being a sneakerhead is kind of like being a comic book collector at this point right it's not like um 
just kids are buying Jordans to wear to school the next day. That's not the average person trying to get these shoes. Like, it's actually a good hustle if you can get yourself a pair of Jordans opening day because you can go on eBay and flip those shits for sometimes 10 times what they're fucking worth. Yes, you can. Like, so it's like you're actually trying to demagogue these the people in these lines but that's not the truth and nobody gives a fuck about the truth it's just how it looks and how it makes you feel because your parents told you you couldn't have jordans and i guarantee your parents told your ass something like well you know that's just for the kids you know that those kids gonna be selling drugs and shit anyway because you know your parents don't want to tell you the truth which is i ain't got the money to pay for no fucking jordans shut the fuck up which is what my parents said i'm going out and buying me some lebrons when they come out for my future child (laughs) if i Right, it's an investment in their college, but it's <laughs> yeah. not like, but it's not like, um, you know, like I think a lot of parents put this shit in people's heads when they were very small with the whole idea of you get those bronze, you're gonna get shot. You get a starter jacket, you're gonna get killed for it. You're gonna get yeah. killed for your bubble goose. And, and that's the thing that kept you from being like, oh, I better not get a bubble goose. Meanwhile, everybody you know what a bubble goose is alive. It's your friends that's robbing me. <laughs> it's your it's your older friends with the pistol that's out here robbing I'm, the kids dude, with I'm, the starter jackets. Dude, I'm telling you straight up, I don't think there's an epidemic of this crime. First of all, like I don't like like we like I think it like like we like to joke about it. We like to just assume it because it's sensationalistic and it like it sounds good. But I have never seen examples, statistics, and you would think if this shit was an epidemic, there would be some. I have never seen this shit just over. 20 years of shoe releases, I have never seen the, yeah, man, and then 10 people got shot that year, that well, day. first of all, 10 people out of the entire country, is that really a lot of people? Yeah, it's not even like you need, that, look, that's a, that's, a, that's a good weekend in Chicago, by the way. You know and it's mean? not like those niggas are shooting for Jordans. No, they're shooting for other shit. Right, so. like, like, it's just so ridiculous. And like I said, I think, and this is part of, you know, black culture, when you're middle class, there's this like extra impulse to distance yourself from people that you deem poor or less than. Yes, sir. And it makes you feel better. You know, it's always been that way. Um, I was, I was, uh, I, I was listening to a podcast that my man, uh, I think did game. Um, he was on and he said something that I, you know, I kind of agree with. And I've always thought, which is a lot of the civil rights movement was for that talented 10th, that, uh the middle to upper class black people that just didn't want to be around poor black people they just wanted uh, the right and the freedom to have class too like to di- to not be viewed as monolith and be like yeah i have money now i'm moving my business the fuck out of this black neighborhood like y'all have constrained me and confined me to dealing with all these other black people and i think that has never gone away and i think Ooh. this shit is just an extension of that shit which is just people going hey man I don't like these black people in this line. A- ain't that right, white people? The, the, <laughs> right? Main, the main problem I have with judging a price point and people complaining about that price point from, from the same people that we discussed earlier that won't even fucking buy and support the the artists that they claim they love. Right. And it, all this, I got all your albums. I downloaded each and every last one of them. I even shared the link with my friends. That's how much... I love you. I right. wanted everyone to access. And nobody's forcing fucking. Nobody's forcing people to buy these shoes. No, no. Th- th- if not. you buy the shoes, you have the money. That I'm telling you, America. That's how shit works. You know, right? Nobody's skipping a fucking uh, child support payment to get some fucking joints. It's just nine hours working. Yeah, and and the, and the problem that I have, and me and Roger talked about this before, 
for some reason, when it comes to shoes, everybody's in the uproar. But, you know, nobody's in the uproar when a new iPad comes out. Nobody's in the uproar right. when a new iPhone comes out. Nobody's in the uproar when a new Xbox comes out. Or discretionary spending out. is discretionary spending. It doesn't fucking matter. No. And you never see these same fucking people talking about, and it's fucked up how somebody spent $100,000 on a car, right? Yep. You know what? It's not. You know what's fucked up? It's fucked up how you ride by the line of the people with Jordans and you have sixty thousand dollars in debt from college education. Say that again. It's fucked up how you got a car that is still, uh, you know, underwater as far as uh, your payments, but you sitting around judging somebody for getting some fucking Jordan. You pay three hundred fifteen dollars for the LeBron James and it's over. Transaction done. You don't have fucking thirty years of debt to pay that shit and off. And interest. You know what I mean? It's just funny, dude. Like, people are so ridiculous looking in the next man's fucking pocket, and it really doesn't matter. No, it don't. And at the end end of the day, people can spend their money on whatever they choose to spend it on. I don't look... I don't look down on people that spend their money on shoes because, like you said, what's the difference between that and a person that bought a super secret extra edition, you know, uh, there's no pad? Diff- it's, there's, it's not a difference. There's no difference between these people saying this shit and the day that that guy was on Twitter talking about men that play video games, uh, you know, there's a better way to spend your time and shit like that. It's like, but who gives a fuck what I spend my time doing recreationally or with my discretionary spending? Like, that's my budget. Stay out of my pocket. That's and if that's that makes me less of a man, then I'll be less of a fucking man to you. I don't give a fuck. What is your opinion supposed to matter to me? Hello. And that, you know the same shit with these shoes, man. Like it's just another way of measuring the next person's pockets and, and, and their their net worth to you. Yeah, it's the insecurity within. All right, man. Speaking of measuring people and judging them, it's time for guest the race, y'all. Sorry, we got a little preachy, but uh, it won't happen again till next week. Yeah, we we, we <laughs> right back to being ain't shit, y'all. <laughs> Um, so, of course, Guess the Race is a game that, um, you know, we, we actually first heard of it on, uh, uh, Keith and the Girl, you know, and I, I listened to that and I was like, maybe it's cause they white, but they not taking it there. Needs to go further. This could be its own fucking show if they wanted to. Cause, and I know especially black people, we all play this game, Guess the Race, every time we see a news article. So it's like, hey, let's, uh, let's play some. So, of course, Justin can't see my screen. He doesn't know the race of these people. He's going to be playing along with y'all. And the people in the chat room will play, too. My number's pretty good, y'all. And Justin is like 95% last time we did this uh, on the last episode. So here we go. Or last two episodes. He's, yeah. he's like all time. Justin's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I guess so uh, let's see if you guys can uh, hang with Justin, man. Uh, y'all ready for the first article? I'm ready. Up, up top. All right. Camden police and residents are still in shock over a horrifying crime, the decapitation of a two-year-old boy. Oh, he's white! Uh, Okay, Justin going white already. (laughs) 11 seconds into a a two-and-a-half-minute story. That might be some type of record. But uh, Justin's going with white already. Let's uh, finish the story out for the people in the chat room who don't know yet. And then her suicide. Action News reporter Kenneth Moten is live at Camden Police Headquarters. And, Kenneth, tonight we're going to hear that woman making that 911 call. Rob, that 911 call went on for a little more than six minutes. Also new tonight, the New Jersey Department <laughs> of Children and Families responded, saying it had an open case on this mother and is trying to figure out how something like this could happen. It's a 911 call that sheds some light on the gruesome murder of a two-year-old Camden boy at the hands of his mother. 
Overnight, police say Siobhan Thomas made a call from her home on the 1400 block of Kane Avenue to report someone has stabbed her son, Zari. But seconds later, she told dispatchers what really happened. You know what? You know, I did it. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I did it. Do we need the ambulance, ma'am? <laughs> wow. This motherfucker said, do we need the ambulance, ma'am? Yo, why? He at, wow. Call the coroner. <laughs> you know, I did it. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I did it. Do we need the ambulance, ma'am? Um, no. I mean, no. He don't need, no. Her manic <laughs> for several minutes. Holy shit. He found Therese's decapitated body on the first floor. His head discovered in a freezer. Did you take medicine? Where I used to. What kind did you take? Um, Prozac. Prozac. Oh, okay. Um, you don't take it anymore? Nope. Okay. What's your name? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> What's your zodiac sign? Hold on. She said. She said. Do you take your medicine anymore? And she said no. And then she said, wait, 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 I do. Hold on, listen to this. Get anymore? Nope. Okay. What's your name? Wait, 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 wait. I do. You still take it? I do. I still take it. Did you take it today? I still take it. Um, I still take it. No. I didn't. No. No. I didn't take it today, but I should have. Okay. Should have. Where are you? Should have took it today. That would be the last dispatch would hear from Thomas, who police found dead from a a court order reunited now you know that's a special type of just like dysfunction where you stab yourself to death like if you're gonna kill yourself that's like gotta be low on the list of how to kill yourself like it's gotta be down there with like burning to death uh, <laughs> like like uh drinking uh you know drinking poison and that's gonna burn like no, nothing that's gonna take too long to kill me, please. I'm gonna stop. spray this steak cologne on myself and let the wild dogs have it. Right. I'm gonna just let a shark get me. Like, nah, that's that's not the plan I roll with. Yo. His mother in April, after DCF says she lost custody in 2010 for neglect. The agency says the mother suffered from substance abuse and mental health disorders, but she was being provided extensive services, including counseling and medication monitoring. Mm. DCF also said tonight its staff was conducting regular visits with Thomas and her son. The agency says the circumstances surrounding this tragic case are now under internal investigation. Rob. I hope they got their paperwork on order. Outside the Camden Police Department, Kenneth Moten, Channel 6. All right, man. That social worker getting fired if her paperwork ain't in order. Oh, man. If, they, if it's been like six months since she checked that house. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> I hope mm. she's been turning in her paperwork. I know. That's, probably, that's sad, but that's probably the first thing somebody thought of was like, let me see the last time I went to their house. Oh, fuck. It's been three months. God damn it. Um, regularly? Really? How, how regular? What's, right. Let's see. I went there in uh, 2006 and then uh, once again in uh, 2008. So so when they was asking her all those questions, I hope it was just to keep her on the phone to the police. Probably, like, yeah. To keep came. you. Like, they probably mm-hmm. do that to keep you from, be, get, from hurting somebody else yeah, trained to do or that. hurting yourself. And then they keep asking questions to get you to do that. And then police show up and arrest you hopefully but I, I swear she was gonna ask her her zodiac sign her yeah. height yeah, like but just she was asking valid questions you know are so you, you, taking any you still sticking with white justin you know there's a lot of context clues mm-hmm. you know names of children names of the mom but i'm gonna have to go with white that's it's okay. just too gruesome for me <laughs> to for black. me to believe that someone of my own race could carry uh, that crime out let's check the chat room. don't let me down black people don't let me down brent harper says bath salt 
taking coon bitch. <laughs> oh, that's one, a good one. One who drives many quarter, who drinks many quarter waters and eats apples now and later. <laughs> who eats apple now and later and has sickle cell oh, trait. One who put Kool-Aid in her hair. <laughs> I've seen that done before. If you don't do that shit right, I've seen it turn. Oh, girl, man, y'all don't green. have no faith in our people. Niggas, says Nick Jew, which means king. Leonard Brother says, I couldn't hear the article, but fuck it. I'm going to guess blindly and say Chitlin Lover. Correct answer is black. It was black Damn it. Man. You let me down, my people. Yeah. Uh, here's another guest to race. Um, police in Western Maryland arrested a Cumberland man, Timothy Spiker, <laughs> on charges of second degree assault, animal cruelty, and disorderly conduct after the man allegedly threw a violent fit over a lack of internet service, according to local reports. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually not upset with that. Cumberland Times News. Well, you know how it is. Just internet goes out, and you just can't help yourself. So, uh, he, he, the enraged 32 year old man allegedly threw a cat out of a second story window and punched a female member of his family in the face. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually okay with all of this. Cables out. Now, bitch. Uh. <laughs> like she probably didn't pay the bill. You yeah. know, what I'm saying over probably by a bunch of damn. It's probably cat her cat. Because men don't normally own cats. So it's probably her cat, and then she ain't pay that bill. And he was like, you know what? I told you. <laughs> like, he probably did give the, her a warning. Because I was in the middle of jacking off to Jada Fire, and you know how much I love those areolas. That bitch probably was warned. Police responded uh, to a call coming from Altamont Terrace apartment at 8.30 a.m. Sunday morning and attempted to talk Spiker down. As the authorities left, Spiker resumed, causing trouble, threatening the family. When he... <laughs> So police came once already? Jesus. Like, why can't they just take the crazy person when they come the first time? Like, don't you, do you think police leave the house like, we'll be back here in a couple hours? You, you know, know what they do. They don't want to fill out the paperwork. Cops can't really mm. read or write all that well. Yeah, I guess it's like everybody else at some point it just becomes a job. And it's like, you know what? I know the cop here is about to run out of toner. <laughs> But uh I got my shit out the cop here, so you've decided must Hopefully and- I'll be off work and it'd be somebody else's shift by the time it runs out. Shout mm-hmm. out to my law enforcement. That's right, crazy yep. people are like toner and copier. <laughs> that and I think the fact that a lot of times they're like, you know what? That'll be Tony shift in about two hours. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Just um, eh, you know what? I get off in two hours. If, I can, if he can just not do anything ridiculous for two hours, I can go my ass back home. And, too, I think because of lawsuits and shit like that, I'm like, look, I'm not arresting him unless I got a reason to. Spiker was arrested and taken to Allegheny uh, County. De- oh, wait. Wait a minute. This says then, w- when he went after a dog, a struggle occurred, ah! a struggle occurred resulting in the alleged assault. He getting everybody. So he went after the dog, too. Um, he's held on $7,500 bond. Um, so, yeah. He probably was in the middle of that, um, Rick Ross dialogue. Or two chains. It had to be. Wow. Had to be. I support, I support his actions. And now I don't support it as far as helping him out with bail, but. So, uh, guess the race of Timothy Spiker, Justin. Oh, he's definitely a card carrying member of the KKK. All right. Chat room. Let's see what, what race you guys go with. Um. Brent says, Moonshine making Honey Boo Boo's uncle brother white. <laughs> honey Boo Boo. <laughs> someone who joined that stupid show. Someone who joined Augusta National in the good old days before Negroes and women were allowed. 
says Leonard Brothers. Nice reference. Avid watcher of NASCAR, says Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker's view. And wait, Nick, wait, wait. What you saying there now? Why does NASCAR watchers? With Nick Ju says Gorgonzola lover. No, <laughs> white people love cheese. One who plays hard on the court and hits the open set shot. And sets a good pick, too, the Jackal. Don't forget that. <laughs> and uh, Jeremy Richardson says, bang. Correct answer is white. It was a white man. Um, here is another uh, disturbing article. I'm still upset with Siobhan and her black ass. <laughs> the first article? <laughs> yes. Fucking up for black people everywhere? <laughs> yes. Like, I, like, once you said Siobhan, I was like, fuck. But like, I couldn't give we- up hope. It's like all we had was these stereotypes. <laughs> Why are you fucking it up? Yes. This kind it. of stuff is for white people. Damn it, Siobhan. That's what makes Guess the Race so good, man. All right, here's, here's another one. After doing something so many of us have done, teaching a 15-year-old daughter how to drive. Many of us have done Adam this? Clements has hmm. the story. Witnesses say the scene was chaotic. A 15-year-old girl behind the wheel of her mother's car, uncontrollably barreling through the parking lot of the Newport Church of God. Oh, we all have done this. Front end of this car coming over my neighbor's fence. The girl's mother, 40-year-old Kim Riggs, chased after the vehicle and found herself in the dangerous path of the car. I yelled to her, move. Now, I won't lie, man. Look at her mama. She does look like a real see you next Tuesday, if you know what I mean. Well, okay? This is the thing. So I can see how something will happen because well, you know how it is when parents are teaching kids to drive. Sometimes they don't have the best manners. Well, right? the other thing is, how is she chasing the car but not in the car? Yeah. And then if you. What kind of driving instruction? See, this is what happens when you <laughs> women drive. The other thing. What kind of driving instruction happens from outside the fucking car? Also, now, that's a terrible place to drive. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Well, I guess she knew she couldn't drive all that well. She didn't want to get in. She didn't want to be no, in the accident. It's still more dangerous coming. outside the, the car. vehicle. She'd have been better in the car. Well, she, she was, was she trying to teach? Stop. Was she trying to teach her like the blind samurai? I, mean, like, I don't know how she planned on doing it, but it's safer outside the car. Was she trying to teach her like the blind samurai? Like, no. I'm going to go stand in front of the car. No, because at least. Because I have faith in you, even though you don't have faith in yourself. And I know you will stop in. Hey, 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 ah! What I'm confused is how is she chasing the car but in front of the car too? Like you can't do both. Yeah. No, she'd be better. She'd she'd be like this. She'd have lived this incident and she'd be in the car. Mm. But it was too late, and the girl driving the car had struck the woman. (laughs) Pinned between the car's bumper and nearby fence. (laughs) To the hospital and pronounced dead a short time later. Damn, she must have hit the shit out of her. It reminds me of that scene on on Dead Presidents at the end. It's the perfect crime, though, if you want to get rid of your mom. It's like, hey, I was, she was teaching me how to drive. It's like, well, she is a woman. Yeah, so was it an and accident? you are, too. Was it an accident? Or it was might be a purpose? murder. Mm-hmm. St. Columbo. Those that saw the accident unfold say the images were jarring. It's like a movie. Something you see on a movie. But to me, it's like it's a dream and it ain't ever stopped. You know, I've seen a lot of things, and but you would never think to see something like that. The young girl was in the process of learning to drive. Witnesses say she was in a state of disbelief following the tragic events that claimed the life of her mother. Oh, she was so scared. I, don't, I can't tell you. She was so, like, in shock. While the horrific accident has shaken the bedrock of the community, church pastor Rusty Woolham says his congregation will continue to support and look after the young girl who was behind the wheel. She, she understands what has happened, uh, but this time we're just trying to... Uh, be with her, give her comfort, 
as a church and as her family as well, just to let her know that um, we're there supporting her through all this. Funeral services for Kim Riggs will take place at 11 o'clock tomorrow. All right, they can't show the daughter because she's underage, right? Yep. So guess the race of the mother, people. Well, Justin, you I, go first. I, I think the daughter was in shock because that airbag hit her in the head, made her a little dizzy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to go with starring actress in a Lifetime movie. Okay, so that's white. Uh, Brent is going with sister of the fullback of the Dillon Panthers, white. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, that's the only person that gets. Oh, wait. A-Rod says wife of a grand wizard. <laughs> uh, the correct answer for this one. Oh, one who enjoys milk. Curdled milk products. <laughs> that is also white. Um, yeah. All right. That's all the guesses. Correct answer for this one is white. It was a white woman, y'all. Oh, white people. Yep. Can't drive with them. Can't drive without them. That's what I always say. Um, this, this is a. Uh, this is also funny, man. Is it done? Oh wait, it's an ad. What the fuck? We don't. We don't do those no more. Fuck those ads. Yeah, let me fill this shit for 50 seconds. But, um, yeah, you know how I always say don't help people because uh, it'll only end up opening you up to getting hurt? Well, some people don't take my advice, Justin. No matter how many times I say it, somebody's always getting hurt helping people. And here at the Black Out Tips, we got to talk about it. Americans lost their lives when a driver slammed his car into a fire hydrant, then a utility pole. Live wires electrified the water that was shooting up, and when the two people rushed in to help, they were killed. <laughs> That's why you don't help anybody. Like, was it like a jellyfish thing, or was it more like uh, like a bunch of jellyfish things? Or was it more like lightning? I hey, wonder which one. You know who would be alive if they drove by this? This guy. <laughs> a, a skid of a car doing at least 50 miles an hour plus, about three seconds long, and then a very loud boom. And uh, I run outside and across the street, and um, I see two women laying on the sidewalk. I got here about 15 seconds after it happened, and I see uh, two or three young gentlemen uh, kept trying to rescue them and pull them to safety. And each, each time they would try to pull them, they were getting shot. Damn. Yeah. You yeah. know, they pay people for that. Yeah, so uh, guess the race of uh, the people who tried to help him. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, that's the, I, know, I, know. I see the pictures. <laughs> guess the race, Justin. Well, they white, obviously. They <laughs> let's uh, check the uh, chat room. Everyone that rushed in to help. <laughs> yeah, let's see what they think about the uh, the Good Samaritans. <laughs> Leonard Brother says dumbass white folks. <laughs> Cheese Lover says Skywalker's View. Brent Harper says Calvinasian. <laughs> mm, Calvinasian. Ah! That's new. <laughs> Honky says A Rod. <laughs> One who gives his wife up for BBCs. <laughs> oh, the, the Jackal know about the cuckold porn too. Shout out to the Jackal. Oh man, you guys are hilarious today. White, white, black folks would have stopped after the first shot. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not forming. Like, after the first nigga gets shocked, it's like a video game. Like, don't go that way. Yeah. I know it's that's like, not the, the path. Rap. No, wrong way. Yeah. So we might stop and take pictures. Maybe. Delano says, people who think Kristen Stewart is attractive. Uh, correct answer is white. Of course, they're white people. <laughs> That's not even. It's not even debatable. This even is if just, you said it was a black alpha, like you lied. Yo, this shit here is just fucking funny. This comedian, and we've been talking oh, about. Oh, man. <laughs> we've been talking about comedians going uh, on stage and getting attacked and stuff lately. Um, this dude took it to the next level and actually did get attacked. 
And uh, let, let me just play it for you because I couldn't stop laughing at this clip. I saw uh, Bomani uh, Jones like sit this out uh, earlier today, and I was just like, "Yeah, I see Holy this too. shit! Oh, you seen it too? See, yeah, I seen this. This is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So uh, let me. Uh, I gotta reload it to get it to play. Here we go. Uh, play, bitch. Yeah, and the sound quality, it might be a little bit bad because I listened to this earlier. It's like someone recorded with a cell phone. I will try to, like, be closed caption uh, on the radio, people. I'll try. Thank you for doing a little sex. And um, it's become an issue in our marriage. And just do anything to get out of giving all sex. Now, watching this dude, um, it's clear that he's kind of, you know, struggling with the thing and he's about to go into the I don't get my dick sucked by my wife thing. It's you know, typical older white married guy joke. Uh my wife is the worst. A lot of comedians do this. So he said, uh his wife doesn't suck his dick. She's using all these excuses. Last night the excuse was his wife has a nut allergy. Cause you know, that's what people call balls and semen sometimes. <laughs> so he says he's allergic to monogamy and a couple people chuckle. By the way, this has got to be the, the fucking dry, smallest crowd. Uh, not this crowd, but the smallest room for comedy. Like, yes. Literally, it's like the people sitting are almost sitting on the stage. They are. If there is a stage. Like, he's pacing about three feet uh, like from th- from side to side because that's the only room he has to work. It must be in the shack. So, now, he's doing a little prop comedy. He likes to mix it up. There's an Asian dude in the front row. Okay. okay. And he he the, the the comedian turns around and puts on some glasses that are like uh comedy prop glasses that make your eyes look Asian. So like they have Asian like slanted eyes painted onto the glasses and then he put them over his face and he decides it's time to mix it up, folks. My wife comedy wasn't working. It's time to go races on the ass. Uh-oh. With an Asian dude in the first row. You should come to my seminar, and if you do, I can make you millionaire. Millionaire. So he's trying to pick on the Asian accent. Uh, clearly he was bombing, and he's trying everything. Bad, too. He's not even fucking funny. So he's saying he can make you many, many money or some shit like that in the Asian accent over and over. Jeez. You see, I buy house for $2,000. Lower your hand, baby. What, Karen? Lower your hand. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Thank you. I sell it for $800,000. That's more money than you people make in lifetime doing whatever the fuck you do. Because of my seminar. Yeah. Now, here's an element of the comedy that I don't know if everybody's noticed. The Asian dude is with his Asian girlfriend in the front row about two feet away from this. Yes. They're like almost on top of him. Mm-hmm. So he's with his girlfriend now. And now, you know how you women do. She's giving him that look like. We really, you really just gonna take this? What's your name? Now he's asking. He's doing a little audience work, you know. You gotta loosen oh. up the crowd. So he, so of all the people in the audience, yeah, of the of the eight people there, he turns to the Asian dude and said, "What's your name?" George, are you having fun time? He said, "George, are you having fun time?" 
<laughs> he was. Thanks for busting my talk, George. You look like my brother. Say, you look like my brother, George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, a couple of white people are laughing uncomfortably. Now, there's a difference between oh. laughing because you genuinely think it's funny and no. that this is a laugh of like, holy shit, this guy's bombing. And he, I can't believe he just went this racist with this. Yes. What you do for a living, George? Besides busting my balls. What you do for a living, George, besides busting my balls? You're a bank teller. You know what kind of job that is? That's a loser job. That's my seminar. I don't know. He said that, that his job is a loser job as a bank teller, but I don't know what that sound meant. But is that supposed to be... Japanese or something? Samurai, yes. So okay. you said because he's samurai. Yes. Oh, okay, because he's a samurai. Okay, there you go. Let me tell you something, George. My father told me long, long time ago when I was a tiny, tiny dumb fuck. He said, dumb fuck, there are two types of people in this world. Winners like me and losers like you. That goes my seminar! Wow. So, yeah. Call George a loser? Uh, George's girlfriend, clearly not into this. And not amused at all. Not amused at all. She's turning her head away from the guy. She can't believe a man's getting punked in front of her like this. Uh, one of the white people has left the table at this point. Yes, because you, 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 you've taken it. It's a difference between, A, you're fucking not funny. Mm -hmm. And then it's a difference between you joking on somebody and you're picking at somebody. And to me, he's taking this to the picking at this is somebody. This is classic Dave Chappelle, native professor. Yeah, this is a smart comedy, and you don't you normally don't see you know the the classic comedians come into a small room doing an open mic like this guy is. But uh, you know, reason. this is the stuff that George Carlin would have done here. This is uh, this is what I'm seeing some early prior young Carlin work here, and uh, let's see how. But it goes. that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> So now he turns to start going in on the dude's girlfriend. Who has not been amused at all. Nice. He's smart. He's smart. He's a good comedian. What's your name? Rachel. Are you with George? So he asked Rachel, is she with George? George kind of leans forward a little bit here. I can't believe he, she answered. Why can't she even tell him to go fuck yourself? Well, she's following the cue of her man who answered all his questions earlier, right? Oh, you should not be with him. You should be with me. I love you a long time. Cause we're So he tells he's, he would love his George's girlfriend a long time because he's a samurai. And uh, she was not amused at all. She did not laugh. Mm -mm. Like, she has her hand up by her face. She's clearly disgusted. Man, you're so pretty. Oh, me so horny. Me Said, you so pretty. Me so horny. Oh. Me so horny, and George decides he's had enough. Ah! Yes, he assaulted his girl. So what the oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Jesus Christ! Get him up! Get him up! Somebody get him! Somebody get him! Oh, shit! That is the sign of George whooping that man's ass. This, this was the problem I had with it. Why did they want him to stop whooping his ass, but they didn't want the comedian to stop insulting him? Well, here's the thing, what man. What the fuck did they think was going to happen? Here's what's funny about this. Should have been think, that close. I think people are going to um, feel like um, I should be on the side of whooping this dude's ass. Because it was racist and all that shit. Nope. <laughs> same shit I said about Daniel Tosh. Same thing about Dan Cook. 
just because this dude is insulting you does not give you the fucking right to put your hands on him, dog. Now, I'm not saying I can't see how it could go down like that. The same thing here. It could always go down like that. I mean, there's no real security stopping anyone from whooping somebody's ass at a comedy show. And, yes, this shit wasn't funny. And, mm. yes, it was offensive. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I still defend his right to say the shit. But, um, you know, I would have just got up and left. That's what and I would have you know done. What? No, I, I, I hate to cut you off, Karen. But I defend his right for him to say it, but I also defend George's right to defend his honor and his woman's honor. No, you have no, you have no, no right no. to put your I, hands on I, somebody. I, I, I That's dis- not a right. I, no, no, I disagree That's with that. That's a right. That. It's a no. privilege and a right. No, <laughs> no, no. It's a right and a left. <laughs> yes. yes, it's a right and some jail time. That's yeah. just, you know, we want to get, I, and I guess for me, my thing is that, just like I said with the lady down your Tosh, you can always choose to leave you can always choose to leave um and he should be charged i could choose to leave after i whoop his motherfucking ass yes, hey man, yes you can choose look, to leave the jail no, cell after life, you get that time too life is not a video game you can do whatever the fuck you want right <laughs> yeah, you, you there's can. no rules stopping you but at the same time i i would be a hypocrite to be like no man, this dude deserved to get his ass whooped. And sometimes, no, he was picking on you. You weren't heckling him. You weren't deserving of it. You were being um bullied by him. It's yeah. not, and it's not funny. Mm. And, and and I don't know not where funny at all. Yeah, I don't know where his his comedy was supposed to be going with that. At the same time, no, you don't get to hit this dude in the face. The like problem. that's that's not okay too. But no, I have a problem not. with George participating in the comedy. That that was at first I was like, why is he responding? He should have told him to go fuck yourself, get yeah. the fuck out of his face. Well, I think Keith Malley, um, the Keith and the girl said it the best when he was like, whenever someone starts trying to do crowd work, uh, and you should not answer. And then if they like keep hassling you to give them an answer, uh, you can say, hey, it's not my fault you didn't come up with any jokes tonight or something like that. <laughs> like, like, don't expect me to do your job for you. That's right. They're not paying me to tell the comedy. Yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, I like I said, I had to say. I see where it was going to go. And I'm not even saying like, oh, no, George, this is ridiculous. You need to go to prison or something. I'm just saying mm-hmm. is to me um, getting your ass up, walking out says just as much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, and it doesn't really. And like and like I said, with Tasha and all that shit, too. He he's not protected from criticism. No, he's not. Anyone seeing this video can easily be like, "Yo, this motherfucker ain't funny. That shit was racist, and I'm offended, and I would not support this dude." That is your right too. Yes, but it is. in my opinion, the stage for a comedian is a creative place for that person to work, regardless of how they choose to use it. And if it's not funny, you you vote with your feet and your dollars, and you don't support those people. I think the line is crossed when it becomes well. I didn't. I thought I was offended, so I'm gonna punch this dude in the fucking face. I think the line's crossed. I think it's yeah. I, th- I think you can't do that. And I think he crossed the line with the insult. I mean, you can do it. I can't defend it. I cannot defend that. You you know you saying you think he crossed the line with the insult, especially once he, he got on this woman. He and the thing is that he had the right to do it. Yes, he had the right to punch him. No, because at any time he could have grabbed her by the hand and said, "Come on, baby, let's leave." Yeah. Like at, at any time, nobody was restraining him. Nobody was holding him. Nobody locked the doors. Nobody at night. Any? Do you see the white dude left way before it got that far? Because right. he felt uncomfortable. He knew that shit was coming. So <laughs> he, you know, when he put them glasses, that dude, I on, think that white dude knew George. And white people never have that sense of right. <laughs> I either either that white dude knew George, or he knew the next bit for that comedian. He was, he was like, man, fuck this. I'm yeah, and and and, and that's the problem that I have. It's just just like 
people have the freedom of speech, com- comedians have the right to tell their jokes. And also, it wouldn't surprise me if this wasn't the first fight in this fucking club. He's, like, right on top of the people. Like, he should be spaced a little further. Mm-hmm. But even with that aspect, and maybe this is just me and the way I, It's a fucking comedy club. And yeah, I don't once, think you can you be hitting fuck, people. Once you get in that realm, mm-mm. Nah, whoop his right. ass. Let's, uh... Let's Joe should have whooped his ass two times. So what's the race of uh, the comedian in this situation, Justin? Oh, I've seen it. It's not even fair for me to participate. Oh, okay. All right. So chat room, if they want to participate, they can. Uh, you know, what's the, what, what's the race of the comedian with the racist jokes about the Asian people in the front row of his show? Uh, let's see if we get any. Um, I don't see any guesses. I guess everybody is kind of scared. Um, oh, they already seen it. Oh, yeah. A Jew fraud, says Popson. Clan cracker. Says Lil Brothers. <laughs> Prop comic white says Emperor L. A mix of Carrot Top and Dane Cook. <laughs> uh, correct answer is white. Yeah, it was white, dude. Come on. Alright, man. Guess the race. Oh, hold on. Wait. What's up that's with the sound? A, for man, this? that's low. Yeah, let me restart this. Let's try it again. Grandmother fights off go. a burglar with a fork. This happened at a home on the northeast side of Houston. John Donnelly is standing by with that story. John? And in his defense, it was a really big fork. But this teenager <laughs> learned the hard way. Why do we have to defend the burglar? <laughs> in his defense, sense. the piece of shit that he is. You shouldn't mess with 73-year-old Margaret Jackson. We're going to let you hear exactly why you shouldn't mess with Margaret herself. I am for real. been to Beaumont, and I was, it was about 2 o'clock, so I stopped by my daughter's house to rest. I was tired. And so I opened the door and came in, and I was going to sit down in the lounge chair to take me a nap. And the dog kept running to the back door and back to me just a barking. So I, now, you know you don't take, you don't get between a woman and her nap now. That That's problem number one, dog. Sit on the lounge chair. Come on now. Well, let me get up and go see what... And, of course, black leather lounge chair. Just saying. Ha <laughs> ha! Guess the race. Barking it, but I didn't go to the door. I went down that hall to that window. I got up, and I walked this way, down this hall right here. When I looked through this blind, I could see the outside. The back door, <laughs> and I saw the man. I said... Then I say I got to get me a strategy. So I- oh, 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 shit. <laughs> got to get me a strategy. I'm the cabinet up, and all I find was a scissors, the fork, and the dog. His leg, I know this leg got the arthritis, and it was going to hurt. I say I got to get to him before he get to me. I open this door like this, and I get back of that door. <laughs> I that door. He stopped that door, and he came out. He was pushing me. He got away. He got to running. When I got right here, I got him. Oh, what? Man, she reenacted the whole thing, <laughs> ran out the house, and chased to the exact spot that he ran off. Now, you putting these links in the chat room, right? I'm about to, but I can't do it early because they'll guess the oh, race. Oh, man, no, I can't go back and um, see the links. Yeah. And he ran and he jumped that fence, but I got him with this shit. I got him in the neck. They had so many police around here today. I didn't know what was going on myself. And they called the dog and they did a hunt? They, they had dogs out here. They had everything out here. They blocked the street off. Never found I don't know. They haven't found him. You think he's coming back? Oh, he won't come back. He's going to tell his friends don't go there. They got a dangerous <laughs> old lady there. <laughs> the worst part about all... She said he's going to tell his friends don't go there because they got a dangerous old lady there. I just sent it to you on uh, Twitter, Justin. All of Justin. this for Miss Margaret. Right. She never got that nap. 
<laughs> yeah, Karen, you know about that. So, Justin, guess the race of Miss Margaret. I'm gonna go with um, Grandmama said, "Knock you out." Okay. LL's Grandmama said, "Knock you out." All right. Um, let's see what the chat room thinks about it. Uh, um, I gotta get me a strategy. Yeah, that that shit was funny. Woogity boogity jungle bunny says Leonard Brothers, one who caught the Holy Ghost when Obama was elected, says Popson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, um, she, Miss Margaret was pretty mad. Whoever had made the potato salad, says Nick the Jew. <laughs> uh, froze, baby. What froze? Oh, I you did? Froze, yes. Okay, yeah, I can reset it up. Uh, yeah, correct answer is black. Yo, that, I'm not even impressed with LL now. Like, after that, his his break in burglar story not that impressive. What was what's LL's story? Oh, uh, somebody broke, broke in his house, house and broke LL jaw. broke the jaw. And, uh, I told you, fuck they oh, shit I forgot. up. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'm not even impressed now. Maybe it was a shark, man. And he was uh, trying to get away from it in a, as a cook. I'm not even impressed. Uh, all right, let's go to the next article um, for guest the rights. Uh, a man it was all me for about a few seconds on the TV. A man carrying a samurai sword. Uh, a Meriden man who was arrested after police officers spotted him walking down the street with a samurai sword. That's right, y'all. Sword ratcheting is time. We talk about it every show, and people keep doing shit to get on the show. Police say 55 year old Robert Rivera was spotted carrying the weapon as he walked along Slate uh, State Street. Tuesday night, Rivera told officers he had just brought, bought the sword as a gift and was taking it home. Uh, he was charged with carrying a dangerous weapon and breach of the peace. He was released on $2,500 bond. Uh, guess the race, Justin. I'm going to go with Roberto. All right. Cousin Jesus. Mm-hmm. Let's check the chat room and see what they think about it. Uh, because uh, Roberto, I mean, Robert Rivera <laughs> is, uh, is the man's actual name. Man, like I froze again, Karen. Roberto, chat room don't be stealing my chat room don't be stealing my It don't, it don't like Roderick. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can fix that. See if we can get it to work this time. Nobody said look like you back in the house, son. All right, let's see if that works. One who has a nine to five gig at Cadoba and stands outside Home Depot for his moonlight job. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball prospect from Venezuela. <laughs> One who drives, one who drives a Mustang 5.0 and lives with all his relatives. <laughs> all of them. He put capital on all his relatives. Uh, <laughs> Damn, Leonard Brothers. One who rests on cactus, cactuses with joy. The correct answer <laughs> with joy. is Latino. He is Yo, a Latino man. man. Dudes are so hilarious in this chat room. All Yo, right. the thing is, man, mm-hmm. people live don't get this. I mean, the people that's not live, they don't yeah, get this. They don't, yeah, they don't get it. You guys got to start tuning in live. Here we go. the law Guess into the her own hands and lands herself in jail. Lakeisha Richmond is charged with aggravated assault for beating a man with a baseball bat. Oh, Thanks for joining us. I'm Zanetta Lowe. Stephanie Skurlock is off tonight. That's now, right, y'all. Claims she was Memphis, and her name is Lakeisha <laughs> Richmond. Guess the race. Shout out to Toya. Fighting for her children after they told her the victim molested them. News Channel what? Daniel <laughs> he bragged about it? So why didn't the mom just call police? Well, Zanetta, the mother, claims she did call the police and told them about the sexual abuse, but Richmond says she got to the man first. Now, the victim's grandmother... <laughs> is- 
she gave them police a warning i'm gonna give y'all one chance i'm on my way over there y'all might want to beat me over there because if y'all don't i'm gonna kill that motherfucker <laughs> says richmond should have let police handle it claiming the allegations might not even be true I don't protect them who will. Lakeisha Richmond is out of jail and apologizing for her actions. Right Memphis police say she beat a man with a baseball bat. I didn't attend on to do whatever I did to him. You know, I apologize, Attend. but I don't apologize what happened to my kids. Richmond claims Tony Massey, the Little League football coach to her eight and nine-year-old sons, molested them on at least one occasion. And I asked them, did, they, did he touch you bad? Did he touch you down there? And my little boy said yes. And I said, was it just you? He said no. He touched the Mokis. Within an hour of finding this out, Richmond says she saw Massey walking down Person Avenue alone. When I seen him, I seen my kids being hurt. That's all I seen. It was then that Richmond claims she snapped. She went into the trunk of her car, grabbed the baseball bat, started chasing Massey down, and began beating him. Asked the beating. He oh, was she was ready. He didn't do it. He's sorry. If you didn't do it, why are you saying you sorry? What are you sorry for? Sorry, he get his ass with that bat, probably. I know it's so. I'm not gonna front, dog. I don't care what you accuse me of. I'm apologizing. You beat me with a bat, dog. <laughs> Whatever it is, like who the fuck it. take an ass with a bat and still be like, but I didn't do it. You have to believe me. Like after about ten hits, I'm like, you know what? Uh, whatever you said, I agree with, and please stop beating me. Massey's grandmother, Lula, says Richmond should have let police investigate the claims. She showed me search warrants of her grandson's apartment Saturday night. Police signed off that they... Matter of fact, why is she apologizing? Because didn't she apologize earlier in this fucking article? So how's she going to say, what you apologizing for if you didn't do it? And then she's going to be like, I apologize because if you didn't do it, you know, but <laughs> I'm not sorry my kids got, you know, it's like, come on now, you apologize too. They found no physical evidence. He is 37 years old. I've never seen him touch no child in a Well, that's not a good excuse, though. I said that again. It's not like they do it in front of everybody and shit. Come on. Come on to watch, mama. Right. Mama, get in here. I'm about to suck this little boy's dick. That's not how it works, ma'am. I've heard of him touching no child inappropriate. Massey just wants justice for her grandson. Hey, did she fuck that up? No child inappropriate. I've heard of him touching. Saturday night, police signed off that they found no physical evidence. He is 37 years old. I've never seen him touch no child inappropriate. I've heard of him touching no child inappropriate. Massey just wants justice. Something was off about that city. He said he was 37? 30 something. I want him to get a car. I want him to get a car. Against a vigilante mother who took justice into her own hands. <laughs> they used to call her crazy Lakeisha. <laughs> but now they yeah, call they her Batwoman. Hey, I want her to, I want him to get a car so he'll have to deal with parents. <laughs> yeah, walking down the street. <laughs> uh, if it's true, I hate it. If now you now but you question not, it? I want the people to pay for beating up my grandson like they did. The coach remains in, uh, in the hospital tonight in serious condition. Now, police say the allegations are still under investigation. Richmond is due in court on Monday. Well, guess the race of Lakeisha Richmond from Memphis. Clone loss descendant of Mr. October, Reggie Jackson. All right. <laughs> Let's check the chat room and see what they think. Uh, one who resembles Cleo from Set It Off can smoke up some ribs and knows all the lyrics to Project Pat songs. <laughs> One who wears to Memphis. <laughs> one who wears shower caps to water parks. Precious black. <laughs> Lover of three six mafia. Gangsta Boo's cousin. <laughs> K Michelle's cousin who couldn't sing worth a hot damn. <laughs> Negress says Nick the Jew. 
correct answer uh-huh. is black. She was a black woman, y'all. Oh, Lakeisha. I'm still mad at Shayvon for fucking up for black. Like, this what we known to do, Shayvon? Yeah, she started off on a bad this note, decapitating the a kids. More breaking news now. A woman was killed in San Jose tonight. Samurai sword-wielding man marking the incident in the city today alone. Around 1 o'clock. I'm trying to get the sound right. This is against the race. Chopped chop and screwed? Yeah, this chopped and screwed. Yeah. Um, I guess this is as loud as it can go. All right. Here we go. Well, more breaking news now. A woman was killed in San Jose tonight by a samurai sword-wielding man, marking the third violent incident in the city today alone. Around 1 o'clock, there was a fatal drive-by shooting on Charles Street, followed by a shooting at 4 o'clock on Den Air. Tonight's stabbing happened on West San Carlos. ABC 7 News reporter Alan Wong has the story. People who live around the Midtown area of San Jose say the victim is a homeless woman who regularly sits in front of the Walgreens store on San Carlos Street. I know her as the screaming lady, so whenever you walk by, she's normally like yelling or screaming. Kind of scary. Around (laughs) 6.30, witnesses say a man got off the bus with a samurai sword and took several full swings at the woman's neck while she was sitting on the curb. Damn. Bam, bam, and slit her throat. With a samurai sword. Angel Isla says several witnesses chased... Why is Angel not wearing a shirt, though? That's a good question. Sir, it's you're hot out- in Texas. You are outside and everyone else in the screen has a shirt on. It's hot in Texas. Just saying. Sometimes you got to fit in, dog. The man around the Walgreens store until they ended back where the woman was lying on the sidewalk. Then Isla says he stabbed her several times. Even though she wasn't all that friendly, she was still a big part of the neighborhood. Across the street at the store... Hmm... She's a homeless woman. She wasn't that friendly. Where have I heard that before? Mm-hmm. It seems like a theory is starting to come a hypothesis, which will eventually become a law. Or vice versa. My hypothesis is becoming a theory, which will become a law. Don't write me, science nerds. Starbucks, Ruth White, a barista. That means you, Ashley. Don't write about that. I got it right. Hypothesis theory law. Says a bizarre incident happened this morning involving the victim and a man who matches the description of the suspect. She says the man slipped out. Like he threw the table of the gentleman next to him, dropped his drink, dropped that person's drink, flew out of the store screaming, no, don't do that to me. It scared everybody in the entire store. White says the man came back and explained that the homeless woman was staring at him through the window. We said, what happened? Are you okay? And he said, she was trying to put a black voodoo spell on me, and I didn't want her to. And he literally was scared to death. From being black, dog. Mm-hmm. And investigators tonight have not no released a, a description on the suspect who is still on the loose. Damn, he got away with it? Ooh. He I, sliced he, her up, came back, finished his coffee, and nobody... He <laughs> stabbed her, too. Came God, back and stabbed her. Good grief, dog. That bus, he got on that, that city transit, that must be... That's pretty, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, another thing that happened in the news, um, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but... um. Apparently, uh, Mr. Marcus. Oh, Does anybody know who Mr. Marcus is? Mr. Marcus. Is that the porn dude? That is the porn dude, Karen. Mm-hmm. The porn legend, I must say. Made fitted caps hot. Legendary <laughs> fitted caps. The fitted cap king. Oh, with the socks. That can be worn to the front or the back, I say. Uh, the man who could not stand up to 
Superhead for more than two minutes. Very short videos of Superhead. Uh, Porn legend Mr. Marcus has allegedly admitted to starting this syphilis scare that has halted porn productions across the country. That's right, y'all. Porn is in... Porn is in a drought right now. Black of this man, man is powerful. Even more troubling, the porn legend has also admit, allegedly admitted to doctoring a positive July 12th syphilis test and performing in three productions after the fault. After the fact. Why? What's the point behind this? They need this money. Accor- according- this, this is not making you money? According to the San Jose Mercury News, as many as nine cases have been identified with more likely to come. It is not known if any of the cases include Mr. Marcus or are connected to any performers with whom he has had sexual contact. Mr. Marcus, whose real name is Marcus J. Spencer, met with representatives from adult video news site XBiz, his studio, Evil Angel, and porn industry lobby known as the Free Speech Coalition on Tuesday. And admit, what a name for a porn lobby. Free Speech Coalition. What do you guys do? Uh, porn. Hardcore <laughs> anal porn. We about that free speech, dog. And admitted to knowingly performing in sex scenes with positive syphilis results. The t- what a dickhead. His dick is not his friend. You know what? It's not your Thank friend, you. dude. And he's a professional. And and whoever he put that f- thing on, you know, that should force him to shut his shit down. Just for doing that? Like, just, just shut your shit down. What do you mean, Karen? They shut probably will. Huh? You talking about like his studio? Shut his studio. Yes. Yes. What are yeah, you talking yes. about? Don't let him back in any uh, porn? No. He should be fucking banned unless he does it on his own. They should get that nigga to Jake Steed and ban him from the country. Or he, or he could go around just, you know, doing public service announcements about, you know, safe sex and yeah. honesty and, and, you know, maybe cry to a Michael Jackson I'd love to see him come on. I'd love to see him come on an after school special that my kids are watching. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mr. Marcus. You may know me from Big Booty Hole 7 or the Superhead Tape. And, and, I lasted and, three and, minutes. And I'm the guy with the baseball caps. I can wear them front, back, or side. So, and I wear my socks up cap. to my knees. Fitted caps. Yeah, show it with a fitted cap on and shit. No snapbacks. I'm here to talk to you about ah! syphilis, kids. <laughs> I mean, Snoop Dogg did it. Dave Spare had Snoop Dogg and Q-Tip. Well, we've all forged uh, the and I don't have a problem with that. They never went around making false positive fucking tests either. Hey, we've all been tempted to forge answers to a test before. <laughs> but I'm here to let you know you shouldn't cheat. It doesn't get you anywhere, guys. Well, you know what? When I forge an answer to the test, I don't get syphilis. You can't cheat syphilis, kids. So make sure you wear protection and you always uh, keep an honest test result. I mean, he could become the new Trojan spokesman. I mean, you know, if he flipped it the right way, he should be like, Trojans, mm. I'm going to start wearing them. That's what Trojan wants to be. <laughs> you know how Trojan wants to be expended, uh, wants to be associated with people that are known syphilis carriers? <laughs> to be like, ladies, I'm going to start keeping you safe with Trojans. See, this is why they got this. <laughs> now, I don't mind that. Dudes like him and Brian Pumper are fucking it up and making it where... All porn gotta have condoms now. Yep. And you know I can't jack off the same when the dude has a condom on. It's like it's not even my dick. <laughs> uh, the, de- <laughs> the details behind the porn star's test results are very murky, and more information behind his alleged masking of his test results are likely coming in the next few days. I uh, bet he was just uh. No. Well, they, he gave. I, I read one article where mm-hmm. he gave like two versions. Like one he showed on he showed the um, test result on his phone um, to a director. 
And director just mainly looked at the part where it showed he, you know, he didn't have HIV, mm-hmm. and that part, and he didn't have the phone show the screen. Well, the part where, where it had was syphilis, syphilis, right? And then in the other one, he actually folded the paper to cover it up. Wow! And, and made a copy of it. Wow! To show where it just skipped out the part where he had syphilis, and later on, after he had already shot one of the, um, not the director, but um, somebody else that with the network with that agency looked back and was like, "Yeah, where's his um, syphilis screen?" And like, how what happened he, to this part? How could he not think this might be a problem later on? <laughs> That's syphilis. Oh, oh, he claims he went to his private doctor who doesn't know he's in the porn well, industry. That, well, there's some more quotes <laughs> I have to read. I got. Hold on, let me see here. Uh, Mr. Marcus, according to his timeline, told ABN he went to see his personal physician on July 11th after feeling poorly. <laughs> I mean, his dick was burning. The next day, his doctor told him he tested positive for syphilis. On July 13th, Mr. Marcus got a penicillin shot and was told not to have sex for seven to ten days. He claims he followed his doctor's orders, even canceling porn shoots within that time frame. On the 11th day, because he couldn't wait. Mr. Marcus <laughs> took another dose of penicillin and performed in a sex scene. AVN report says physician is unaware of his porn career. My personal doctor doesn't know what I do for a living because he doesn't have a TV or watch black porn, apparently. He doesn't download. Yeah, he no. must got a white doctor. Of course. That pussy just be calling me. Because he's racist and watches no interracial porn. Mm-mm. So his thing, so his thing was oh, just Oh, could don't... you imagine his doctor just, is that my patient? And what, what, where was this shoe shot? He's like, I should have known. When then he, and then he like like he walks up on Mr. Marcus. He's like, I should have known it was you, son of a bitch. And he pulls a fitted cap out of nowhere, puts it on his head. It's like Mr. Marcus. You know his doctor was like, wait a minute, I've seen this penis somewhere. <laughs> yes. Wait, I've seen, I, I know those balls like the back of my hand. <laughs> I've seen these <laughs> balls over and over again. Yes. Wait, wait, you put this fitted cap on. Is your name Thomas? No, no, it's not Thomas. Anthony, no, no, Lamar, uh, Antoine, it's Antoine. What are you going to say, Karen? I said, yes, and you know at the beginning of porns, they always tell like the date range, they shoot that shit, and I'm pretty sure he looked at that date range and was like, hey, hey, um, wasn't this about the same time frame you came in for a checkup? (laughs) So his thing was just don't have any sex for seven to ten days. Once I did that shot, I felt pretty confident. Every doctor I talked to up to that point said, you get that shot, that's it. If you have, if you had the syphilis in your system a lot longer than you, than that, you need three shots. But based on what he determined from my blood and looking at my symptoms, he said the one shot was good enough. So I did the one shot and I didn't have to do anything else. July 21st, he went to Talent Testing Services to be tested for STDs and received a positive result on July 23rd. Uh, he claims to have canceled the scene that day because he was confused as to why his test, five and all, continued to return positive results. Five and all? He waited till he got to the fifth one. <laughs> He's like, I keep fucking bitches in there, keep getting these results. Nigga, fuck you. They need to shut your shit down. He's like, all these women keep giving me syphilis back. Three tests from TTS concluded positive results for, for uh, syphilis. Mr. Marcus says he then called his personal doctor to ask why the results continue to come out positive. He claims his doctor told him it's in your system, it's going to stay in your system, it's going to read in your system, because that's how syphilis is. Well, you know how syphilis is, guys. Um, so, it, so wait, so like syphilis is like herpes? It's just that it's the gift that keeps on giving? It, it, it goes away, but from what he's saying... He probably had it in his system probably a lot longer than he's quote unquote pretending. So them, like he said, in one or two shots wasn't enough. He, like, got he that probably had the so. whole treatment. No, this is just his story. According to oh, Keith, okay. Keith Crawford, associate chief for public health research, 
at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. He basically said you get you have to get a test. I mean, you have to get a shot every week for three weeks. So he t- so he basically said, oh, my doctor said I just needed one shot. But, you know, this guy who's an expert on the subject said, nah, you get a shot every week for three weeks. Man, Marcus so must like have bills. We don't know about. Yeah, Marcus behind on some payments. <laughs> he got bills. We don't know about. Cause well, I need them LeBrons, like, dog. He was yeah, like, fuck this. Ten days, yeah. you fucking up my and money. Then, and if I was one of them girls that fucked him and I got syphilis, I would sue the shit out of him. Yeah, he said, I need that 315 for them LeBrons, baby. Yo, if you read yeah. it, he, he said he, he was like, well, the girls didn't really ask. And it's, the, one of the directors was like, well, the girls don't ask. And it's really up to them to force the... Um, issue with the paperwork mr crawford says syphilis is a organism that can hide in different tissues he said during the phone interview so you're doing a lot with of things with the treatment one is to treat the person to make sure the treatment kills all the organisms in the body and the other is to make sure that the person is not able to infect someone else so you can probably make the person non-infectious sooner uh, than you can totally eradicate the organs that are in the tissue so he basically is saying you could test positive but not be communicable like you're not passing it on but technically when you take a test you still have it and my thing is this going back to what justin that's some bullshit we in the phone industry everybody fucking we need to be clean yeah i'm sorry i shouldn't have to push the subject so mr marcus also said um let's say on july 24th he shot a sex scene and so remember he testifies on july 23rd he said he canceled the scene that day July 24th. Oh, he fucking again. He shot a sex scene and the producer he claims did not ask for an STD test. I would sue the fuck out of him. Nor did the producer check the TTS database to see if he had, he was cleared to work. But you know you're not. That's, so, that's the point. How can it, like, you know. Look, he ain't got, you can sue him, he don't got the money, Kerry. That's why he out here fucking like he is. He don't got the money, dog. Producers <laughs> did ask, the producer did ask for evidence that Mr. Marcus allegedly said he positioned uh, for visual evidence, so he he basically positioned a copy of the test results in a way that the syphilis results did not appear on his phone. He also claimed through AMV that the actress with whom he performed that day did not ask for his results either. Protect yourself, ladies. He said, and this I was. Ex- he said, and this is I was explaining this. The rapport that I have with the producers and directors, they're not so much. I show up on the set most of the times, and they're really between me and the performer. Mr. Marcus explained the director's not really asking for a test or a copy of it. It's just you're here, let's shoot, and that specific shoot didn't ask for a copy of the test. They just wanted to see something visually. So what I had on my cell phone, I showed it. But the way I showed it was I showed that my HIV was clear, my glottaria and chlamydia were fine. You didn't you didn't see the syphilis part of the test because of the way I showed it. So, I mean, wow, dude, you, you lied on purpose, basically. Yeah, that's the problem that I have. You lied on purpose. Mr. Marcus reportedly said he felt dismayed at the positive civilist results and at that point asked the TTS employee to doctor his latest result test to omit the positive civilist results. TTS denied the claim. The actor also says he personally altered the test presented to Blazing Buck, a company he worked for on August 7th. A producer for the company alleged that Mr. Marcus told back he called Mr. Marcus back and told him that the test did not look right. It was at this point he allegedly knew he was caught and prepared to meet with the proper officials and admit his wrongdoing. I tried to cover it up. I didn't want to have to share that part because it was like the scarlet letter, he could tell you. Because then it's like Mr. Marcus, syphilis? Mr. Marcus, the one I work with? Mr. Marcus, the one everyone's worked with? The one that's been in this industry forever? 
And you and you know what? I agree with Justin. This nigga broke, but you know what? You're gonna be more than broke because they ought to blackmail and ban his ass. I, I mean, not trying for just ban him. Just like you know what? You gonna have to find another entry, dog. You well, can't he tweeted about everybody. that. He tweeted about that, Karen. He says, "You can be disappointed, but don't throw stones." Some of you are living in glass houses, Karen. I guess the fuck I am. Yes, I am judging you, sir. I'm just saying he need to start doing Trojan commercials, dog. You need a new you need a new agent if you hadn't flipped that already. Kim uh Kim uh Candy XXX on Twitter said, Keep your head up, boo. I still love you. Quote unquote, this too shall pass. Love when they use Bible quotes. AKA to Mr. Marcus. That's what she said him. I bet she's not I wanna know, will she be working with him though? No. Why don't you I say let she who is without syphilis suck the first dick. How about that quote, ma'am? Put your mouth where your mouth is. Um, all right, man. Um, all right, we got uh, another guest to raise. Three charged in an attack on a red lobster waitress. Hmm? What up, y'all? Uh-huh. Fairview Heights, Illinois, charges have now been filed against three Red Lobster customers who attacked the waitress at Fairview Heights restaurant. The three women, all from Belleville, are accused of throwing water on a female employee Friday afternoon, striking her several times with the hands and the menu, and the waitress refused, the waitress refused treatment by, ambulances, by the ambulance crew. The women were detained yeah, by restaurants. didn't have insurance. The women were right. Wait, waitresses don't be having insurance, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of money. The women were detained by restaurant employees before police arrived, charged with mob action, aggravated battery in public place. There's guess the race guys. Twenty one year old Sherelle Evans, twenty two year old Brittley Green, and forty four year old Janine Green. Janine spelled G E N E E N. Janine. Bail for each suspect was held was set at fifty thousand dollars. They remain in custody because they ain't got no fucking all over cheddar biscuits. All of them cheddar biscuits, sir. All over cheddar biscuits. So that what is that white? What is no, that? no. I'm saying they fighting over some cheddar. Oh biscuits. yeah, all of them. <laughs> cheddar biscuits, they granddad. Water, they start throwing water at the damn woman because she can't bring out them cheddar mm-hmm. biscuits. Fast Watching enough. too much basketball while throwing water in the in the place. Oh, these, about- these are definitely these women definitely are um, characters on Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they talking about she declined uh, an, uh, the, ambulance services. The yes. waitress did the victim, and because she like, girl, that's three days of my pay. I can't afford no five hundred dollars for the ambulance to show just yeah. for a ride. No insurance yeah, five, to set it off. Five hundred dollars, period, for them showing up. They don't include the emergency room bill, which you know is higher, don't. and there's no insurance to offset the cost. A uh, witness at the restaurant said the women were upset because the waitress was filling their water glasses too often. Oh, my God. She was doing too good a job? <laughs> you beat her because she did too good a job. They didn't want to tip. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, they didn't want to tip. In December at the same... Well, they got $50,000 worth of tips to get out of jail. Uh, in the same in, in the same Red Lobster in Fairview Heights, another waitress was attacked by four customers. The fuck is the Red Lobster from the same town as Roadhouse was filmed? <laughs> I fuck waitresses like you in prison, bitch. Uh, she suffered lacerations. So. <laughs> Damn, he put out blaze. So guess the, guess the race, Justin. Oh, Good Housewives of Atlanta. Right, uh, who gonna check me, boo characters? Going with black. Let's check the chat room, see what they think. Nigga, nigga, and nigga. Niggas who really wanted them cheddar biscuits, apparently. Stevie J chasing multiple kid having love and hip hop ATL rejects. Who gonna check me, boo? Who one, gonna check me? One who brings a coupon to Endless Shrimp Month. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn's cousin P 
people who missed three child support payments to cop LeBron tennis. <laughs> Some color at same color as Jada Fires Areola. Correct answer <laughs> is black. Everybody got it right. Yes. Uh, topless babysitter was found in the parking lot, y'all. Oh, Hilarious. In Florida. Oh, oh Florida. Florida. A topless babysitter found lying in a hotel parking lot faces charges after Melbourne police say she failed to watch over a five-year-old boy whose mother had gone gambling. Hmm. Stacy cares. Wow, she seemed like she cared too much to me. 47 of Fort Pierce was charged with child neglect after Melbourne police were char- called to investigate reports of a child filed alone uh, for nearly an hour late Thursday at the River Palm Hotel. So classy staying at the hotel. Police <laughs> I'm proud. It's probably a motel. Police uh, talked to the child who was sitting with the hotel staff playing a video game. Told them his mother had gone to the casino and that she left them with a woman named Stacy. The child also indicated the woman was routinely put in charge of watching him. Stacy sounded like a crackhead. It's like, how much crack to watch your baby? Yes, uh, sir. Police charged, uh, searched the property and found cares identified with a a dagger and rose ankle tattoo lying topless in the middle of the parking lot. Not oh, f- not she- far from the room where the boy was staying. Oh, damn. She left the baby in the bicep. <laughs> Cares, who police said appeared lethargic and incoherent as she struggled to talk, managed to tell the patrol officers that the child's mother had gone gambling, adding, I don't even know where the boy is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Best babysitter ever. Police took... <laughs> Police book cares into the Brevard County Jail Complex and search unsuccessfully for the mother before turning the case over to the Department of Children and Families. Cares ordered by a judge to have no further contact with the child, depending on the outcome of the case. Well, now who's going to watch him? Uh, so guess the race of Stacy Cares. You, you, did you say you already know Justin or not? Yeah, yeah, I saw this. All right, check the chat room and see what they think. Uh... She was trying to gamble up some money for them new Tyler Hansbros. <laughs> She's a base head. Well, that's not a race. One who was likely to give to have a pink flamingo ornament and a bathtub in their front yard. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Only thing missing from that sentence was of their mobile home. <laughs> Yo, those niggas in chat is cruel, boy. Yeah, they real cruel. Someone who thinks Breaking Bad is better than The Wire. White. Twilight fan. Purchaser of lawn gnomes. Motherfuckers, <laughs> 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 man. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all motherfuckers in chat, boy. I'm trying to tell you. One who needs sun. Uh, correct answer is white. Everybody got that one, yes. too, I think. Now, see, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. All them dudes in chat, who was getting into it. I'd have to fight them, just like that George George fought that comedian. Yeah, because them motherfuckers <laughs> will cross the line. Yeah, they already they, over the line. They say some shit, you be like, it's it's no comeback to the other end. I have to hit you in the mouth now. A uh, 33 year old man allegedly flew across the country to have a sexual relationship with a 14 year old girl who is physically disabled. White. Oh. Police in <laughs> police in Florida arrested Jonathan Lane, who allegedly oh Florida book oh, tickets Florida. using the teens. Grand, listen to this asshole. Police in Florida arrested Jonathan Lane, who allegedly booked tickets using the teen's grandmother's credit card. How did he get her grandmama's credit card? Did she give it to him? He, and, might, he might be African, though. And hopped a, he hopped, he hopped a flight. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was African. It'd be like he yelled at her. <laughs> yeah, he was in caps lock. He sent the email yes, saying caps lock, all caps. And hopped a flight on Sunday from Arizona to Tampa to rendezvous with the underage girl. Lane pl- Lane's plans were thwarted by the girl's father, who intercepted him and tipped out the authorities. Uh, the Weekly Vice reports that Lane had been sending lewd photographs and emails to the girl since June 2011. The electronic relationship developed, and Lane reportedly told the girl he wanted to fly her. He wanted to fly to her home and have sex with her. The girl's father found the emails and contacted the Tampa International Air- Airport police, who arrested Lane when he arrived. Uh, cops say Lane admitted to knowing the girl's age and that she was in a wheelchair. He was booked in jail and charged with transmitting harmful material to a minor, blue battery, and traveling to meet a minor, among other charges. Wow. Well, I hope you had the DC the fakest uh, STD report, you know? That's all you can really ask. Hopefully he wasn't going out there with that Mr. Marcus on him. Uh, All right. Well, chat room, guess the race of, uh, what the fuck is this dude's name again? Jonathan Lane. Now remember, only Africans get that credit card number. Yeah, let's see what the chat room says. Someone who always takes the drink Chris Hansen offers and then thinks he can get away free and clear, <laughs> then gets tased and cries. That's white. Slice some cookies. So you're saying he's Indian. The naked dude from To Catch a Predator. <laughs> R. Kelly hanging around the girl wearing the helmet in the church choir. Oh, man. Oh, shit. But <laughs> well, there's already so much drool. I get it. One uh, <laughs> one of those old tycoons from Taken who got the program fucked up. Oh, right? Oh, man. So, uh, correct answer is... Hold on. A NASA rocket scientist that killed, <laughs> that killed himself and then found out the moon wasn't made of cheese. Uh, oh. Caucasian, says Brent, taking it back to the traditional. Someone who took their cousin to the prom. Correct answer is white. Everyone got that one. Everyone got that one. Oh, man. Um, now, we did an article, like, maybe last week or two weeks ago mm-hmm. about a dude that Said uh, somebody's booty was looking so good in Walmart they had to grab it. Yes. All right. And everybody remembers the race of that one. Yes. A 20-year-old Tulsa man is in jail after police say he sexually harassed a Walmart employee when and then peeped in the women's bathroom. Joshua Dakota Traub. <laughs> Joshua Dakota Traub was arrested by Owasso police on complaints of sexual battery, peeping time, and obstruction of an off- officer. Uh, police say Traub was in Osawa Walmart after 11 p.m. when he approached a female maintenance worker pushing a trash bin down and now. Traub spoke to the woman asking her about her job and if she would be at the store if he returned later. The woman told Traub she was engaged. He seemed annoyed saying, oh, well, good for you. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, oh, my. I got a man. What your man got to do with me? The woman started walking away when Tribe apparently delivered a smack to her buttocks. Um, according to the arresting officer, Joshua Goins. Now, Justin, did, do you think that she had the right to whip his ass? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's different. Put them paws on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard? <laughs> you think he had a call on? Yeah. So Traub, uh was then caught on video opening the door to the women's bathroom, stepping in and looking, the arrest report states. Uh, the 20-year-old Tolson ran from the store and was captured by an Oslo police. Officer Goins and Traub gave incorrect, said Traub gave incorrect answers during booking and said he had a physical handicap of being hungry. 
<laughs> oh, that's a handicap. A samurai. <laughs> well, you know how it is, Karen. A samurai. When you when you really so hungry for that shit's naive. <laughs> he reportedly told police he was suicidal. He was, he was very hungry for that chicken lo mein. He reportedly. He reportedly told. Whatever that dude jokes was, I'm sorry. He reportedly told police he was suicidal, asking, "Yeah, now what is that going to get me?" So he said, I'm suicidal. Like he wants some time off his sentence or something. <laughs> I summarize. I'm about to kill myself. I'm about to kill myself. I uh, I can I get some time off, please? I'm no, I'm, no, nigga. I'm sorry, Shirley. <laughs> he, uh, he, he changed his answers after being informed, uh, of pedic procedures for suicidal subjects. Yeah, because they wrap you up and they put that like Hannibal Lecter mask on you. Yes, they do. And restrain you. He probably was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not crazy. <laughs> so, all right. I summarize. Yeah, he, <laughs> said, he said, me so horny. I summarize. <laughs> so, y'all think he's Asian? Is that what y'all saying? No, I just let, no, the comedian that, uh, yes, the race of the comedian. Yes, jokes. Oh, okay. I was just wondering, like, I, I thought y'all was trying to say he Asian. I summarize. <laughs> the race of the comedian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shirley. So, <laughs> guess the race of Joshua Dakota Tribe. Justin says the race of the comedian who picked on the Asian people. <laughs> Brent Harper said one who is related to Sam Bradford hangs out in Sweat Lodge and told Christopher Columbus he didn't discover shit because we was already here. So, Native American. One who hates the mascot of Florida State, Native American. Being Rape Burger's Uncle Daddy. White, trashy, geeky, and mental. Ah. <laughs> One who had Sir Mix-a-Lot playing in the cradle instead of classical music, nigga. Correct answer is white. He was a white man, y'all. Not Native American mm-hmm. or black. That last name almost had me going and the name of the Walmart. But, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, here's the last guest to race story. Okay. Massachusetts couple dies trying to rescue dog from lake. A Massachusetts couple boating on a lake drowned after jumping into the water to rescue their dog. Who survived? <laughs> you know, you know how to doggy paddle. Nice. Aww. Police say the small dog named Sadie jumped into the Hampton Ponds on Westfield on Monday night, prompting 64-year-old Donald Sire, or Sear, C-Y-R, I guess, to, prom- to follow his pet into the lake. Police told the Westfield News that he became distressed and his wife, 61, tried to rescue him. Their daughter, Miranda Landry, uh told the Boston Globe that her mother jumped into the water despite not being able to swim. Wow. It doesn't surprise me at all, Landry said. I know that's what she would do. Other boaters alerted by the screams helped pull the people, pull the couple from the water. Efforts the rescue, uh, efforts by rescue personnel failed to revive them. Both were pronounced dead at the hospital. The dog survived and was taken to the municipal animal shelter the couple received the West Highland White Terrier as a gift from Donald Daniel Sayers' sister weeks ago to replace a beloved dog that died a year ago. The dog will be returned to his sister, uh, according uh, adding adding that he, she couldn't take the dog in herself because it would be too painful. Okay, so the daughter of Daniel Sayers uh, is not going to take it, but her sis, but the sister of him is, so like her aunt. Uh, the Sears or Sires, how you spell that? Was was a devoted couple of forty years, and they couldn't survive without each other. Um, <laughs> wow! They couldn't survive wow. with each other, apparently. <laughs> wow! I can't believe they put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's fucked up. I can't believe they put that in there. 
damn dog i can't believe they just took the dog to the animal shelter it didn't have no owners and shit, and now it's gonna be free to go out there and kill again. You know, this dog clearly drowned these people. <laughs> you know, what's nobody's crazy. listening. What's crazy is I originally, you know, you said Hamptons. I'm thinking, oh, okay, they're white. But then when you said they couldn't swim, white people love the water. They yeah, can swim. Black people can't swim. So correct answer, uh, Justin. I'm gonna go with white though. Gonna go with white. They love their dogs, and black people don't love their animals that much. Chat room. Let's see what they say. Just ask Michael Vick. They had that Sarah McLaughlin on their iPod. Silly white people. Dogs are in humane shelters. Uh, well, it says animal shelters on the fucking article. Canuck Duke, one who still hates Michael Vick and t- tongue kisses their dog. Uh, whoa can't swim makes it tricky that's right brent that's right uh one who sh- oh canuck do say he, sh- he checked that it's animal shelters one who, <laughs> one who shares ice cream cones with dogs member of peter i like that that's white by the way <laughs> i like that black people don't play membership yeah please. not the peter peter always saying shit like animals is like slaves like nah <laughs> Y'all ain't got no black people in your group, do you? And, and you wouldn't be saying that if a couple of niggas in the room shaking their head with their arms crossed. <laughs> with that, not, with that, that's not funny look. Yeah, like, let's start a let's start a campaign. And say dogs are just like slaves, and black people just like the background. Like, come on, man, come on. we gotta have something better than that. Um, they couldn't swim, so they are trailer park trash who burned down the neighborhood, frying roadkill. <laughs> and, my, and my thing is that uh, they had to be. White for the simple fact that uh, dogs can swim and I can't. And if he'd have died, he'd just have died. Maybe I don't have a heart and compassion to jump in after dog, but he'd have been on his own. Uh, here's the thing. Um, they white. Well, Emperor L says it. Massachusetts boating died trying to save a dog. Dog <laughs> has a human name. They're white. Yeah. Exactly. That was my thinking process. Yo, but when you said can't swim, I was like, ah, monkey rich. But yo, this nigga said they fry and roadkill. Yes. <laughs> Sophia and Dorothy from Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, uh, thank you for being man's best friend. One who cried when Will Smith killed that dog. There are, well, you know what? In all fairness, I cried a little bit when he had to kill that dog. Will Smith was doing some black acting up in that shit, dog. <laughs> that shit was real. Yes. No, nobody else in the movie. Just this nigga acting for, for an hour and a half. It was a terrible, terrible movie, by the way. But that nigga acted his way out of a terrible movie. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This movie ain't that bad. Um, there are black people in Massachusetts, says Delano. They just live in the Boston and Springfield. Uh, all right, you guys are on some other shit. Massachusetts, they probably had hired swimmers. Mitt Romney status. <laughs> all right, correct answer is white. They were clearly white people. Um, no one t- sacrificed their life for a fucking dog other than white people. Sorry, white people, but that shit true. I ain't never heard no story about no no niggas dying for for no fucking dog unless they got attacked by a dog. They didn't kill. killed it. Yeah, no, right. they, they killed the dog. That's that's when the truth part came out in that movie when Will Smith had to kill the dog. That's Ooh. when it was true. Well, Will. we talked about a lot of uh stuff here, and I'm glad that we got to a point where you almost forget that. uh Jada Fire left the game today, man. And, uh, I'd like to thank everybody in the chat room for participating and uh, helping to ease my uh, 
ease my my pain, man. And uh, you know, the soundtrack should be a lot of Jada Fire scenes with her um moaning in the background. Mm, I'm not editing that shit. That's too much time. <laughs> but yeah, you guys go watch a scene for the night, man. And uh, you know, just remember the con- contribution she left to the game. Yeah, watch her movies while you listen to the black guy who tips. Nobody did more. For, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I've tried jacking off while listening to a podcast. It's impossible. Especially, especially <laughs> a funny one. Laughing. It's impossible. Especially if it's funny. You're like, yeah, why did you say, ah, ha, ha, oh, look at them titties. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Trust me. It's not, um, don't have the same effect. Yeah. But anyway, man, this show is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Check them out. ShadowDogProductions.com. Go to YouTube. Search Shadow Dog Productions. And on Twitter, they're at Shadow Dog Pride. Um, it's also brought to you by adamandeve.com. Put in the code TBGWT upon checkout. You get 50% off of one item. You also get three free adult DVDs. You also get a free sensual gift that I can't tell you what it's going to be and free shipping. So make sure you guys are taking care of that. Follow us all on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That is in DAT. Rhyme over reason. And the Twitter for the show is at TBGWT. Make sure you're following that. It will follow you back. Um, and yeah, leave us five star reviews on iTunes if you haven't done that. Uh, you can call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail, um, throughout the week or talk to us live Saturday morning when we do our feedback show. Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, donate your account, man. Go click around theblackouttips.com and see all the ways you can help the show out. Make sure you go buy stuff from our sponsors. These are the things that keep us going. And keep us in business and, uh, you know, doing what we do. So, all right, man. Until next time, I love you. Love you, too. Mwah. I got a PJ for the whole crew. Passport looking old news. Champagne in a glass house Old money, know what I'm about Put your money in that real estate I put my money in that real estate I put my money in that real estate Nigga, I'm from Georgia, that's the real estate I'm feeling like New Zealand Charge it to the MX Gotta use that latex or she living like a princess They don't wake you up in private Let a nigga sleep I got houses in the mountains Man, Will Smith lived down the street Got that generation money My grandkids are assholes Stacking something dummy Every verse I got, got cash flow Monaco, they love me I'm wearing something ugly But they still know I'm rich though So my do-rag looking stuffy Rolling with the royalty Kawhi is just my Camelot Glass house Champagne, white shirt, no socks, no top, St. Barks, pushing 997s like I'm making fucking phone calls. Half a mil is low ball. Got a diamonds, light bright, whiskey older than Betty White. Spot me on Dalmatian, Coast Croatian, Girl Salvation. Let's make something of myself, man. Somebody let them know, cause it's that east side, nigga. I got a PJ for the whole crew. Passport looking old news Champagne in a glass house Old money know what I'm about Put your money in that real estate I put my money in that real estate I 
put my money in that real estate. No, I ain't doing a nigga duck. Nigga, I'm me. from Georgia, that's the real estate. Round round with a whole meal. Real estate, can a nigga leal? Gold slug, no ice grill. Dilt Miley, no X pill. Georgia, nigga, I'm A town. East side, nationwide. Wilt licking like 10 bricks. Kilt them. Homicide, real estate, that's my state. Georgia peach, I'm like Big Meach. Mason L, that's my street. We selling crack on Front Street. Old money got dust on it. Old chopper got rust on it. New crib, ticket on it. Just cast out seven figures on it. Baby mama, same bitch. Fuck child support, I'm too rich. Pizza hoe got lucky. You can pay your bills off my dick. My driver license suspended. But I'm still riding in a Bentley. I'm still scrapped with that semi. Real estate be winning. Me and Childish Gambino. Plenty Chills, no casino, popping bottles with models. They gon' suck the soprano. Put my brilliant in real estate. No, I come from that real estate. Niggas eating off a paper plate. We just caught them new Audi 8. Yeah, I got a PJ for the whole crew. Passport looking old news. Champagne in a glass house. Old money, know what I'm about. Put your money in that real estate. I put my money in that real estate I put my money in that real estate Nigga, I'm from Georgia, that's the real estate I got a PJ for the whole crew Passport looking old news Champagne in a glass house Old money, know what I'm about Put your money in that real estate I put my money in that real estate I put my money in that real estate Nigga, I'm from Georgia, that's the real estate Man, Atlanta showing love too, man Shout out to East Side, shout out to South Side West Side, and fuck the North Side, man Them niggas up there be tested Ain't nothing changed, man We still get money out here Walking forever in this bitch Can't be no nigga You know what I'm saying? That new shit, man Come see about it. One time for the one time, man Real nigga stand up Two times for the bad bitches, three for the rich, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, man, you already know what it is, man. Yeah, man, money talk, bullshit, walk the marathon. Real niggas know what I'm talking about.